gamers, and welcome to episode 403 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for January 21st, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? All right, man, we're still in January, beginning of the year. Um, you know, just not really a lot of games come out, but we got some news going on, man. Some big news happened just recently, but yeah, um... You know, just in the middle of winter, um, just, yeah, just hibernating, (laughs) waiting until the spring, even though I'm enjoying the winter. It hasn't been, I mean, it's been cold, but not, you know, it's it's been all right. No snow over here, baby. Yeah. 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 I'm just glad there's no, no snow. And when it does have participation, it's actually rain. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, good job. Kids, keep it going. Just (laughs) survive. Um. I mean, um, I feel like California, man, get a ton of rain, which I remember days when it was like a drought. Yeah. And now it's just, now it's just getting flooded. Yeah, there's the no in between be? there for them. It's either one extreme yeah. or another. All right. So uh, I guess we got to trip down to it. Like, we're still we're in the midst of the playoffs. The Cowboys did beat Tampa Bay. I'm a little shocked. <laughs> so I'm just I'd expect the Tampa Bay to fall on their face. Not Tampa Bay, I'm sorry, the Cowboys. But they actually did what they're supposed to do because Tampa Bay is a horrible team. And they, they beat them up. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm shocked. Now I hope I do hope the Cowboys get the ass whooped by San Francisco. Which they should. <laughs> um even though Cowboys got they got a lot of good players, but they always have good players. Yeah. They just, but they just always seem to just fall on their face face somewhere in the playoffs. So um, I'm rooting for San Francisco just because um, you know, I'm a Washington fan, so I'm against the Cowboys, uh, and uh, and plus my mom likes the Cowboys, so I don't like anything she likes. So um, so there you go. <laughs> um, and the Ravens lost. That was disappointing. Some people are saying that yeah. Lamar Jackson, if he was playing, they would have won. I think that's true because the way the Ravens played, as good as they played with Huntley, it's like man, Lamar was there, man. They Probably definitely would have beat Cincinnati. So now Cincinnati versus the Bills. The Bills have beat the Miami Dolphins without their starting quarterback. Um, that should be a good game. We'll see. Kansas City's waiting was waiting for Jacksonville. Jacksonville um, is in the second round. A surprise. I mean, wow. surprised that they even got to the playoffs. Really, uh, well, not <laughs> beginning of the year. People had had them going to playoffs, but then they started faltering, and then. Tennessee started going down by Jacksonville's going up and now they got in. So they're playing Kansas City. So by the time you hear this podcast, it'll be you'll know who's in the championship game mm-hmm. of both leagues. Um I'm predicting that it's like the Super Bowl. I, I don't know if I said it, but I said San Francisco and Kansas City, I think it's gonna be that again. I don't know who's gonna win. Um I'll say San Francisco gonna win this time. I'll just say that. But that's what I'm going to predict. Um, if the Cowboys lose, I'm happy because that means everybody who I don't like is gone. Tom Brady and um, <laughs> Tom Brady and the Cowboys. That's really what I don't like in the NFL. Um, we don't know what Tom Brady is going to do, if he's going to stay in the league or not. Um, he, um, I mean, as of right now, it looks like he might be staying. Just that we don't know what team he's going to because he's a, technically a free agent. So people are wondering, like, hey, where he can go to? Um, go to and Aaron Rodgers is doing what he does the last two three years now, playing around with retirement too, saying 
oh, I have to see you with my mom, and blah, 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 and all the spiritual <laughs> shit, freaking California boy kind of stuff, man. It's like, oh, whatever. Whatever, you goddamn hippie. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> um, what else is going on? I'm a basketball, my Wizards, they suck. Um, even though they won recently, though. They beat the, uh, as of this podcast, they have beaten the Knicks. Bill came back. He's been he's been off and on with injuries all year. I mean, this whole NBA season, I mean, it's like fiddle with teams, not fully healthy. It's like, man, it really makes the season almost somewhat meaningless. Uh, and, well, the West is wide open. Uh, I know Laker fans are a little mad because um, the ownership saying they're not going to really pursue anybody because um, they're not going to pursue anybody. They said they're going to stick with this team they have now. They're not going to give up any picks or because they gave up a lot. I guess they gave a lot before. They're saying, "Hey, we got to get picks back." So we're just going to just ride the horse they have. And people are mad because it's like, "Hey, the West is open. We can actually make a move." While well, I'm happy, I was like, "Yes, keep losing," because I don't want to see y'all win again. And mm-hmm. and uh, LeBron, man, he's doing great I mean, for his age, as they say. But thing is, there's a lot of people doing great. I guess a lot of people were averaging like 30-some points a game. And LeBron, I think he's at like 29. And so I don't know. I mean, I think it's a it's a combination. I mean, because, yeah, players are better than what they were before because of what sports is today. Like, kids are playing at younger ages and not just playing the game, but they're playing like all year round. So they train all year round. A lot of these players who are in there now, they're playing AAU ball. Or something, or something, or something of the ilk. I mean, I don't know what it is for um, overseas, but mm-hmm. something where they played um, at a very young age up to adulthood. It's not like they just joined one high school or middle school, the middle school's school team or something like that. They're doing stuff, you know, outside of school. And then you have the sports medicine is better, uh, the drugs are better, you know, yeah, all that stuff is better. <laughs> um, so that so yeah, these players they're. They're better, and also the rules have changed so that defense can't be um, it's not as prominent as it was before. So, and people are taking more shots. Like people are taking more attempts at shots, more than ever. The game is faster, so you get more shots at shot attempts. You get more chances to score, and the defense can do but so much um, within the rules. So you got these people scoring really high. So I don't. It's like I to compare it to people from back in the day with the score. Almost like it's a different time. I was like, like I yeah. I think at LeBron age, I guess that's yeah that's special that he's still doing playing at this high level at that age. Um, no matter what the circumstances are, but I don't know honestly because I don't know the science behind it. It's like is it is it how miraculous is it? Like, is it really that miraculous or is this going to be the norm? Now, um, I mean, even though I think he's great, like I still think he's one of the best of the best out um, out there, like as overall, like he's not the best player now only because of his age, mm-hmm. like because there's people younger and can do more than what he can possibly do because he can't even play all the games. And that's another thing I'm seeing like back in the day. These players are playing almost the whole season, 80, probably 80 plus game, 80, it's 82 games of the season. They play, they play like they play eighty two games, or they play like seventy, like in the high seventies. They play majority of the games 
to almost like an 80% to 90% of them. Um, to 90%. Uh, so, but now you're seeing like people, oh, they got the rest days. That wasn't a thing when I was younger. It was either you were injured or you, you could play. Yeah. So, and see, that's in now, which is curious because you're thinking like, oh, sports match and everything, it should be better. But I guess players are also smarter to know that I don't put my body on the line. And they probably, you know what? And maybe players can play. Like they could possibly get on the court. They say, "Hey, what's the risk and reward uh, of doing that?" And not just the players, but the ownership too, because they they allow they're allowing it to happen. So obviously, they're okay with it to to a certain extent. They're okay with it because they want to protect their um, their product. Mm-hmm. So they so it's yeah, it's it's just that things have changed so drastically that like I always hit the comparison now. Like I see the comparison of comparing things to the old days because like things are just so different. That it's like it's hard to compare. It's like, oh, is he the best of all time? Say, like, no, at this point, doesn't really fucking matter. Doesn't even fucking matter. You, you know what? End of the day, you just enjoy what you have at the moment. Like it's, I, I know it's fun to talk about though, but at some point, you, like you just think about it, it's like, yo, is it really fair to compare? Really? Like saying this guy is the best of all time, but like if he was born in that time, would he be? Because what he'd still do the same things, the whole circumstances would be totally different. Right. So yeah, it's. But see, I'm overthinking it. You're not supposed to think like that in these sports talks. You're supposed to just think, you know, surface level, <laughs> and that's it. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's all I was talking about. I know there's some tennis going on, but I haven't really paid attention to it. Australian Open. Oh, okay. But other than that, yeah. Um, Nothing. So what um WWE? Anything big happening over there? Um WWE since we A-E-W. last A-E-W. talked, uh mainly it's just been the Vince drama. I don't remember if uh the Stephanie stuff happened while we didn't record, but she stepped down following Vince being voted in as the or placing himself in, I guess, as the chairman of the board over at WWE. So he's kind of back to full power. Uh, people are speculating that we may see him on screen as soon as the Royal Rumble, which is next weekend or at WrestleMania to some extent. Um, allegedly, Triple H is still fully in charge of creative, but that could change at any moment, you know, depending on the whims of Vince McMahon, who is the majority shareholder there. So uh, they're still looking to sell. There was a a very prominent rumor last week that they had sold to the Saudi Arabia, uh, like something fund. Uh, basically, they they've been going around with a lot of money, picking up some stuff for, as of late and. That kind of made sense when all that stuff was going around. You know, they've got that deal with Saudi Arabia as it stands, and uh, it, they would also be a fund that uh, wouldn't necessarily have a problem with Vince McMahon being back in charge despite the allegations that have been going around. Um, now, the one case of uh, one of the former WWF at the time referees a woman alleging that Vince McMahon raped her that has been settled outside of court. Uh, we don't know the details of that, obviously, um, but it sounds like that has been 
resolve to uh, the the extent that Vince McMahon is is happy to resolve it, and it sounds like that actually occurred around the time that he started to uh, kind of make his moves back into power. So it sounds like maybe that that was a thing that spurred him to go. Okay, well, this isn't going to be an issue that I have to have to deal with anymore. So I can I can move along here. Um, that really is kind of the biggest thing going on at WWE right now. Like I said, the Royal Rumble is next week. That that that's always a fun event because there are some surprises and stuff like that. Uh, Cody Rhodes is already announced that he will be returning at the Royal Rumble. He was injured. A lot of people are speculating that if it's not The Rock, it's going to be Cody Rhodes that wins the Royal Rumble and challenges Roman for the titles at WrestleMania, or at least one of the titles. There's a lot of speculation right now that they're going to find some way to to split up those titles and have Roman defend them twice or something like that. Um, yeah, I, that stuff's interesting. AEW, I, I honestly am not sure what's going on right now with that um i think i'm like a week week and a half behind daniel bryan's working his way up to challenge mjf for the title um but kind of the biggest news this week in the wrestling world is that um one half of the ring of honor tag team champions jay briscoe passed away as a result of a car accident at the age of 38 um in his home state of Delaware. Uh, he's been a guy that was in ring of honor basically since day one, him and his brother, Mark Briscoe, the Briscoes as they go by, um, have, have been a staple there multiple time tag team champions. They've been tag team champions in new Japan, kind of basically everywhere except WWE. They never really did anything with AEW. Um, it sounds like that is a result of, the network basically not wanting them to appear on television because they they obviously as part of Ring of Honor do have a relationship with AEW and and Tony Khan they have feuded with FTR who is a AEW tag team talent um but it sounds like uh, due to some of the ways that the Briscoes have portrayed themselves and some of the opinions that uh, Jay Briscoe has taken on social media in the past, which it sounds like has maybe uh, been uh, have evolved. His opinions may have evolved, but there was definitely some some homophobia going around at one point. Uh, these guys are chicken farmers from Delaware. Um, not entirely surprising on those types of opinions. Um, but it's actually it's been pleasant the way that that kind of the entire wrestling world has acknowledged this. Even WWE, where they have never worked, have mentioned him on air, and, and you know some of the talents obviously being friends of of Jay Briscoe and his family um, have worn like armbands and stuff. So it feels like part of it is that they had to acknowledge why, you know, some of their talent was doing that, but also it just feels like with triple H in charge, it's a, it's a different world in WWE where they're actually willing to acknowledge the events of the greater wrestling landscape. Whereas Vince McMahon's yeah. thing was always like, there's nothing that exists outside of WWE. We encompass all entertainment, whether it be movies, wrestling or what have you. 
Um, yeah, so that, yeah, that was... Because, I mean, I guess from Triple H's standpoint sorry. is that he's he's a wrestler, right? So yeah. he knows he knows people. He knows these guys. He's worked exactly. with them before. Um, even though they're not probably part of WWE, they still... He probably still has a decent relationship with people outside of them. They still, yeah. you know, so like all these wrestlers, like they know each other. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they yeah you like I know Vince yeah Vince McMahon would think that way, but yeah I can see that I mean yeah that that shouldn't be a thing. Like, it shouldn't be like yeah you shouldn't be like oh we just closed off like it's just mm-hmm. WWE and nothing else. Exactly. It's yeah. Like, nah. So so that's that's unfortunate. Uh, in that car accident also his two young daughters were involved uh it sounds like one of them went through surgery um basically she was she was unable to use her legs but it sounds like maybe some of that that feeling is coming back so hopefully she can recover as well as the other daughter um just a really bad situation it sounds like he was just driving down the street and somebody from the lane opposite him came into his lane and they just hit head on so it's it's crazy you know he's 38 years old kind of still in his prime of wrestling he was also ring of honor world champion at one point um and and you know with ring of honor kicking back off under kind of the the tony khan era it it seems like they would have been a a pretty prominent act there as well um so it's always unfortunate to to see someone there lose their life so early all right, so yeah, yeah, that, that's it. All right, so I guess we get to what we've been watching. So I haven't really watched. I'm still watching Andor. I haven't finished it yet, mm-hmm. but I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's it's definitely a different um spin on Star Wars. It's not that kind. Con- it's not something like you can like kids can watch. Like you have to be um, probably um in your teens or maybe young teen. I mean, it all depends what type of um. What's your level of television you watch? Like, does it have to be just straight action or comedy or whatever? Because this is definitely serious. Like, mm-hmm. this is a serious take on Star Wars. Like, it's the level of comedy. I'm trying to think. It's not much. <laughs> it's not. It's not much. Um, and it's pretty tense. A lot of the stuff is pretty tense because this with espionage and stuff. So it's always like people trying not to get caught or people are like bad things are happening. <laughs> uh, so it's. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised they went this route um with it with Star Wars. Cause I didn't expect this. And I, mm-hmm. I like it. I like that it's that it makes it that it's very um diverse. The drama is very diverse. Mm-hmm. That's and that's where I want Marvel to be. Like that I'm that's why I'm surprised Star Wars did this, because I wanted Marvel to be like Marvel's I'm not saying Marvel's not diverse, it's just it's diverse, but still in the same humorous way though. It's yeah. like diversing in humor. That's probably that's that's basically it. But other than that, I, I don't get that like I watched this show, like, man, this is a totally different vibe from this one. Um, I mean it's a different type of show, but it's still kind of got the lightheartedness to it. It's still got something to that. Like and not not and not it's just yeah, I think I I get to things like eh, it's a little too samey. I mean, it's, it's different, but it's I can I can feel it. Like it's like, yeah, this is this feels like it's a Marvel thing. Yeah. While this doesn't feel like Star Wars. This is I can't compare this to another Star Wars. Um, Andor. And I was like, ah, I 
that's pretty cool that they did that. Um, so, um, what you been watching? Um, so I've, I watched a couple of things. I didn't put one of them up here. Um, uh, HBO, I just hopped on there, uh, just to see what was, what's on there because I feel like I'm paying for these streaming Velma? services that I'm not making. What's you that? You want to watch some Velma? Velma? I Velma. I, a part of me jumped on there to see what that was about. And then I, um, I don't know. I don't know how I'm, how I'm feeling about that. I might. Man, I might I check it out just to see it. what's up, but I've I saw a it, clip. It should be up your alley. Should it? <laughs> see, I don't know that it <laughs> no, is. I it's think low hanging that, fruit. That's why. What's that? It's low hanging fruit with a lot of the stuff I've seen. It's it's so like it's like even if you it's like okay, it's very liberal. I mean, and that's fine, but it's just see, that it's so easy easy as jokes and like cop it's such a cop out kind of jokes that it's like to the point where I'm I'm kind of mad that they even use the show. Like why they use why can this make a, their own show? Why did they use Scooby Doo? Cause like what is this? And then like I saw the clip of Fred where like he's supposed to be like some rich like Dude, like who can't do anything for himself or something. Yeah, he's supposed and to be like idiotic, was, generic white guy or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but like he's, and it's just like I don't know. I was like, man, this is definitely not my type of show. Um, I felt like I, it's not the way I thought it was going to be go. I mean, I knew. I mean, I don't mind it being a little, but they have good writing, and the writing just felt so like just. This feels really easy. It's like it's just feel like easy jokes. Like it's easy. I don't know. And then it's like I mean, it kind of just man. Why'd you even use Scooby Doo? Like why'd you use the uh like uh, Scooby is supposed to be a girl now? Uh, I I honestly haven't even seen Scooby yeah. in the in the show yet. So no, that's the thing. I think Scooby is a girl. Scooby, yeah, because it's not a dog. So it's. Oh yeah, I just said fuck it. Okay. Fuck the show. That's like, just, that's like, that's is, whatever. Is Scooby Velma's lover? But, no. No. Okay. Um Shaggy. I but I don't think Velma has a lover, but I think I think somebody says supposed to be some tension between her and Shaggy, but I don't know. Yeah, Shaggy's like supposed to be a weird like perv or something who's like obsessed with her, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Like constant friend zone guy who's pushing for more or something. I think. I don't know. It feels like almost this weird take on like South Park, where it's like we're trying to to use the guise of like this this more liberal thing because we're doing like race swapping and stuff like that. But at the same time, we're making fun of all of it. But like, it's it's not good. So I don't I don't know what they're going for, honestly. Like part of me following, like, especially this discussion, like I kind of want to watch it just to actually see what it is for myself. Like I've seen one clip and it was yeah. it was kind of cringy and it's like, yeah, it seems kind of bad. But I I feel like if there is a conversation to be had there, I should actually watch it and and have that conversation instead of just like well, going off these assumptions says, or says you don't have to. You don't you, you, you know, you're supposed to do that. I mean, this is the internet. I know. Oh, (laughs) but no. Um, but the um, 
I just feel like uh, there's been better takes on like a spoof of Scooby Doo just as clips. Like even the Venture Brothers, when the Venture Brothers did that, that yeah. was funny as shit. They did like uh, they had a spoof of that. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, right. to um, go back to what I was watching, um, yeah, on HBO they released the second part of their Nexium documentary, which is that like kind of cult situation that you know, got people uh, like the lady from Smallville involved in stuff like that. Um, that first part or season or whatever you want to call it was, was really interesting. It kind of focused on the people that, that were involved in it and kind of escaped from it. And this one focuses more on the, the guy that was in charge. Um, I forget what his name is. Keith Raniere or something like that. Um, him and then the woman that was kind of leading not, not seemingly the cult portion of it, but maybe like the one that, that kind of gave his actions a more legitimate face as far as like this kind of self-help, uh, community, I guess you would call it. Um, and uh. it, it, I didn't find it quite as interesting as like the, the stories of the victims of the first one and, and kind of their getting out and recognizing what it was. This just kind of focused on him being the monster that he kind of was um, and going through the court case and, and seeing him actually, you know, get, get kind of the justice uh, that, that people were looking for it, it, There was, there was some kind of some tension there because there is still like this group of former members, I guess you could say, cause it's kind of been disbanded who were like saying that all he, he was doing everything correctly and you know, he didn't do anything wrong. And basically this, this trial is a sham and stuff like that. And it, it's kind of crazy to see, people that are so like indoctrinated into it that they're like, no, that he, he only helped people. This, this was a thing that was done by the women and they created it. You know, it's something that they wanted to do despite the fact that like a large portion of it was like this idea of collateral and, and basically blackmail. Um, but the overall, like it, both parts of it, I, I think were quite interesting. This one just, maybe not as much as that first one. Um, but other than that, I've also been watching the last, I, well, I also watched, there's only been one episode so far. The last okay, of us. I'm confused. Sorry. I'm confused. Um, because my, my, um, Bluetooth cut out on me. So I had to put my other headset on, but gotcha. I thought you were already talking about the last of us. So what no. were you just talking about? Uh, the Nexium documentary. That is yeah. the. Well, no, you have to repeat everything. Uh, I, I'll just listen to it when I listen. To it. I'll listen or I you can the, just you can uh, just cut editing. all that out, Dominic. All right. Oh. Uh, uh, so I. Oh, why? Why? I got cut out. Because if there. I don't need to cut it out, right? Uh, I guess not. If my Bluetooth cut out. I couldn't hear you. No, I understand. That's why. Oh, uh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh. I get you. Okay. But what what is what is it next though? What is it? What is what was that? So that was the cult with the with the girl from Smallville that got wrapped okay. up in that stuff. All right, all right, got you. Holy shit! Oh wow. Okay, that was on HBO yeah. Max. Yeah. So they did a first part, uh, know, like two years ago or a year and a half ago or something like that, and then recently they did another. They 
they did another part that kind of focused on like the the leader of it. Uh, I think his name was Keith Raniere. That is, is, and, he, like, is his she still under house arrest? What's that? Is she still under house arrest? Um, I don't know to be honest because I I don't think so because uh, what she was she wasn't she wasn't sentenced to that long. A t- well, she might be because I think it might have been somewhere between like four and six years. So it, I guess the trial probably only happened like maybe last year, two years ago. So yeah, I guess she probably would still be. Uh, what's her name? Like Allison Mack, right? Yeah. Allison. Um, yeah. I used to like her. Let's see if they have anything on her wiki here. Do, do, do. Arrest and arraignment, guilty plea, sentencing. On June 30th of 2021, she was sentenced to three years in prison and three years of probation, along with a thousand hours of community service and a fine of $20,000. She reported to Correctional Facility in California on September 13th, 2021, to begin her. So I guess she's actually in jail. Oh, she's in jail. Oh, yeah, that's what it sounds like now. Yeah, I that. That whole whole thing is really fucked up. All right. Um, so, yeah. Also, in addition to that, I also watched the first episode of The Last of Us TV series. Um, if you've listened to this podcast for an extended period of time, you may be familiar with the fact that I've basically only played the beginning bits of that game, um, most of which are covered in this this first episode, basically you know, Joel's life before the outbreak and, and kind of his life with his daughter leading into him first meeting Ellie. And and that's kind of where this episode ends. Um, he gets hired on to, to take Ellie where she needs to go. And and that's kind of where this episode ends. Um, as with a lot of these HBO series, it's extremely well done. It looks visually amazing. The money is on screen there, you know, it definitely is a high production value show. Obviously, you know, definitely not at Netflix. What's that? Definitely not Netflix. (laughs) Definitely not Netflix. Um, Definitely not the resident. I must be really delayed. What? Uh, Because you, you, you can never hear what I'm saying until later. Yeah. I mean, we've had that problem in the past, right? With your, when you're using the Bluetooth, that there's like a big delay between. Ah, uh, shit, yeah, and, and and I have no choice on the Google Pixel. I, I might have <laughs> yeah. to uh, call call on the um, computer. So yeah, I mean it, it's it's there. It's the production value is there. The acting is there. Pedro Pascal is is very good as Joel so far. Uh, you know, conveying the emotions that he needs to. Uh, I think they do a very good job in this first episode kind of making a lot of the first half of it about Sarah, his daughter and kind of getting you to, to feel for her as a character. Um, obviously that, that goes a place. I I don't know that it's really spoiling it considering how long that, that game has been out, but there is, they just did, they just did a remake. (laughs) They did just do a remake. (laughs) They, they're just releasing the television show. This is like the, the, you know, Snape killed Dumbledore or whatever situation all over again. Right. Um, but yeah, she, she dies in, in that. And, um, 
and I think they they do an extremely good job of one recreating those moments in that game the the kind of escape from the neighborhood and trying to get uh get away with his brother um in the truck and and they do an Mm -hmm. extremely good job of of recreating that um and, and kind of building up all that emotional tension and then after that they flash forward to um joel in boston you know, starting his, I guess, new life, basically. It's, it's, I think it's, is it, do you know, uh, I think it's 20 years later or something like that, which I, honestly, I think that's kind of the point where I had stopped playing that game. So I didn't, I didn't realize one, how big the, the leap was there. And yeah. And two kind of the way Joel is, is, is conducting. It's like his daughter would have been grown if she was still alive. Um, so you, you see that you see, you know, him trying to survive in, in basically what seems to be kind of this fascist, uh, colony that they've built in Boston, where you have the police basically running the town, trying to keep everyone isolated so that the infection doesn't get in. Um, and and then following that, you kind of get hints to uh, what Joel has been doing. He, he seems like he's involved in, in some stuff. Um, and then eventually he gets uh, kind of, in a way, volunteered to uh, take Ellie to this place that they're going to take her to do whatever they're going to do. Um, by the end of the episode, you realize that there's something special about Ellie that, you know, she, she's got this mark on her from, from being attacked by one of these infected and, and she is scanned and, and comes up as infected, but obviously she's not actually being, uh, you know, uh, taken over by this, this parasite or this fungi or whatever it is that, that has been killing and taking over all these other people. Um, so, I mean, it, it feels like there's not a lot more that can be said about it because like these games have existed for so long now. And right now they're sticking very close to that. You know, people are familiar with what most people consider is very good writing in these games. And I think I, I am not disappointed by what I've seen in this television. So show so far, um, I, I have no doubts that this is going to end up being a very good show. Um, I don't know, how long they plan on carrying this out. Obviously they could do a season two depending on how long they go into it. I would imagine if you're, if you're smart and you don't want to kind of draw this out too much, you just make season one, the entirety of the first game and you make a season two of the second game. Right. And then that's where it's kind of open-ended from there. I don't know how that second game necessarily ends or we probably discuss it at some point, but I don't remember at this point. Um, so I, you know, I don't know where they go from there. I hope HBO and whoever the other creators, Neil Druckmann uh, of Naughty Dog, are, are smart enough to to not just let the, the money blind them and just to to tell the story they want to tell and not necessarily go, well, well, we can make six seasons out of this. Let's make six seasons out of it. You know, kind of the yeah. same discussions we've had about House of the Dragon, right? Like maybe you don't need to. This can be a limited series kind of thing. Exactly. So, yeah, I, yeah I'm Brit- positive on it. Like so do it, do it like the British do it with their shows. You know? <laughs> a- 
Well, I've heard a lot of people talk about how the guy from Chernobyl, I don't know if it's the director or like main writer or something, is one of the main guys on this and using that as an example of, oh, well, you know, they only did one season of Chernobyl and, you know, it doesn't necessarily well, that, equate oh, there. That, that's not like a miniseries, though. I never thought it, I, that's what that was. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I've been watching. All right. So I guess we get to what we were playing. So I'll start it off. Um, I've been playing some more Persona Five Royale. Um, still okay. going through that, and now the Persona games are yeah here now. So you got rush out. Probably going yeah. I get get through that if I can just go right into them. Yeah. Um. Uh, also, uh, I played some Monster Hunter Rise that just came on Game Pass. Okay. This week. Um. If you like, yeah, if you have listened to the podcast for extended period, uh, before we even start doing videos, we we have played Monster Hunter World when it was on the Xbox and mm-hmm. PlayStation. Um, and we didn't really like it. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it wasn't our, it wasn't our thing, yeah, because of how obtuse the controls were, it felt to us, and just the inventory. It I mean, all, the system just felt so yeah. just irregular um but but i guess that's supposed to be its charm it's supposed to be that <laughs> way to to make it um i guess hard uh but i know difficult to an extent but i don't know why when you could just make the monsters harder I, I don't know why and i mean this is no different uh, i mean than that i'm just playing it uh i play it on pc because uh, i just enjoy breaking the system mm. just because i'm using cheats so <laughs> um like even though the infinite health cheat is not working like normal infinite health cheats do work, it it like you you still take damage, but you heal. But it all depends on the damage you take at a time. You'll faint. Um, I do. I think it's a point where I can set my health bar to something and it lasts. But then some. Then somehow I think if you fall down like a couple of times, you'll just faint. Mm. So. It's a little regular on that, but I made it so that I can like do more hit points on the creatures because it was taking forever. Like I was seeing like <laughs> this nines and tens, and I don't know how much health this hit creature has. So I was like, okay, so how long is it going to take? So then I, I jumped it up. So I jumped it up to like, okay, my attack's going to be a little bit more. Um, but I felt like a lot more because I was like, oh, I'm probably going to kill him in one hit now, and I wasn't. It was still taking a while. So I was like, holy shit! So how long was it going to take? All right, one I hit just- kill on these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how long was it going to take if I just had it on normal yeah. of my hit points? Um, so, I mean, my attack points. So, yeah, that was... Um, so I was like, well, I'm going to keep it right here then. It seemed like this is probably um, the best to be to actually kill the the big monsters. Even though, technically, I think I'm supposed to be with a party on this. But they say you could go alone if you think you're up to the challenge. Say, yes, I am. I got the trainer. I'm up for the challenge. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, and in this one, it has a dog. In a world, um, you didn't have a dog, um, and you had you just had the cat. This has a dog and a cat, and the dog helps attacks. Um, the cat does stuff to uh, like I'm not really specific specific with what they actually do because I don't I don't pay attention to them really. <laughs> I only pay attention to the dog so I can ride on them. Yeah. Um, I do like the little zip line they got now, where you can. I guess it's supposed to be some kind of bug or something, but you can use it like almost like a like Spider Man or something, and like oh, you wow. can zip up and go. But it's it's a charge, so you only can use it, but you can't just use it 
right away. Mm. It has to charge up for you to use it again, unless you have the trainer. So I'm just zipping it along <laughs> sometimes and in places. And, and then you can use it as an attack on enemies. You can actually use it to jump on an enemy. Like I was, all three big bosses all in one place at one point. Uh, okay. And luckily I did record that. Because I'm about to edit that recording because it was a lot of times I was stopping and trying to fix my display and things of that nature. Mm. But um, I I jumped on one um monster. I think it was the like the badger kind of looking one. And it was like two dragon looking ones. There were two different ones though. And I think one of them can fly. I don't know if the other one can fly though. Uh, but I was like attacking them. I was on top of him, using him to attack them. And then I got off, and then I got on another one. Like I used a move and got on another one and started using them to attack. It was cool. And it was cool seeing them all fight each other, you know, because they're trying to fight. They fight each other, then they fight you, because they're just like animals. So it was, and then you still got the little animals in a way, but it, that was, I mean, I, I like that. Uh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. It's just the controls. Like the controls of the game are still a problem for me. And the, um, well, it's not really much story because it's really just based on the gameplay. But I wish I really wish there was like a there is a story to it. Um, I think at the beginning, this this old older gentleman was saying that oh, like a hundred years ago or a thousand years ago, I think there was a time where all the monsters were attacking the villages and stuff, and we didn't know why, but we barely survived it. But it's going to happen again, and I guess that's the story. Uh, but it's told the way like i think they told the other monster hunter stories it's not that great maybe that monster hunter stories maybe that's a better story um for monster hunter game the little kid the kitty one looking one but i don't know um if there was like a better story with this uh, i think i would just delve into it i might i mean i'm still gonna play some more but i doubt if i beat it i'm like i'm gonna stop at some point so i'll be like oh i'm done and then move on but yeah i'm just playing through that a bit and also, I've been playing a ton of Vampire Survivor. Um, the well, well, Survivors. Is it Survivors with the S? Yeah, I think it's Survivors. Okay. Okay. Uh, Survivor. So I've been playing a ton or maybe of that. Not. <laughs> no, um, I don't remember. Yeah, uh, I got um, to. I got past the Gallo. Whatever was past All the right. Gallo is that's where I'm at now. Um, I just been, but what I've been doing is that. Every stage, I say, like, I'm going to use something I never used before. Mm-hmm. And I've just been doing that. And trying to figure out what, because then I, when I finally figured out how to, how to evolve weapons, yeah. um, so I'm doing that. But then some things still have a question mark, so I don't know what I'm supposed to use for mm-hmm. it. So I've just been playing around. I have to, and I look, so I look to say, okay, so the unlockables, I kind of understand how to do, like, okay, let me get, like, levels... 80 on this level or something like that and, and it was i was pissed off because one time i was right there it was the gallo <laughs> i got to 79 yeah and and i died and i was like you sons of bitches <laughs> i said you gotta be fucking kidding me and then the next time I went i got 80 uh but yeah uh yeah i mean this game is so addictive and like even the guy bad kermit i saw him up late night well oh, really? i guess he's two out he's two hours be- behind us so it was like gotcha. what, one o'clock for me, so maybe it was like eleven o'clock for him. Um, so I was like, "Man, I said I saw him playing it, and I was like, man, this game is so addictive." He was like, "Totally, yeah, this is totally addictive." Um, yeah, because yeah, I saw him start playing. I said, "Oh, he's like he's the only other guy I've really seen playing it." 
um, recently since I've been playing it. Yeah. So uh, I was like, yeah, this game. Yeah, I, I like using the different characters. Um, the lady with the cats. Um, I, I don't really care for. I hate them, that but one. I was just yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, the, why the cats gotta hurt me? Yeah, because they hurt you. Plus, they don't like you can't really control who they're attacking. So like there are just so many reasons to not like that character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess they try to make that. This is what cats are. They don't do what you say. Yeah. Um, but still, like them attack. Well, yeah, cats do that too. Um, but um, <laughs> but still, like they. I was like, come on, man, because I because I'm up here like getting near the cat, and I was confused. I was like, wait, well, what hit me? I said, like, it's a cat hitting me. I said, ain't this a bitch? I got dodged my old fucking yep. damn um <laughs> weapon. There's enough going on. I don't need to be dodging cats. So. Yeah, uh, but I did get to level 15, whatever she unlocks, if you mm-hmm. stay with her long enough. Um, I, oh yeah, I did. I, so the only thing I haven't evolved yet is the pigeon and the, um, I did the knife. I did the axe. Uh, well, the cats, I technically didn't do, didn't do but I kind of just unlocked them. Um, it was something else that I had for a while. I was like, man, I don't know how to evolve it. The, um, oh, the garlic. I don't know how to evolve the garlic. Mm. Um, but then they got these evolutions on the other side where it's like three, if you have three of them together, but I, I don't even have some of those items. Yeah. I haven't yet. gotten any of those yet. I don't think. Yeah. But I, I tried like one bonus stage where I picked up like the, the mad music selection thing. Mm-hmm. I think you get in there. I did that one. Um, okay. but I did download the DLC. I didn't play. I don't think I played any of it though. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that game. That game. Yeah. Now that I'm gotten really into it and seeing what more does it have, and because I, I was wondering, I was like, man, it's, it's like I got to do 30 minutes. I said, I don't know if I can just play it that long. Yeah. And now I just can't stop playing. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> so <that's that>. 30 <laughs> minutes like, goes by like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That game is. Incredible. Yeah. That game. Like, yeah, yeah, that game. I'm, I'm really hooked on that game. Really got hooked on it. Like I like when like the middle of when I'm doing something, I want to take a break, and I say I'll take a break and play some Vampire Diaries. <laughs> I said Vampire Diaries. I'll be <laughs> watch I, another I write, episode write, of Vampire Diaries about, on Netflix. I write, yeah, I write. I play Vampire Survivors. I write a vamp, um, my diary about vampires. Um, how how yeah, when it gets but, really busy on your computer, does it feel like it's it's struggling or oh, does it feel relatively small? I only played on PC uh I played on PC a few times. Oh, okay. I, I forgot you I played ever, on Xbox. Yeah, I mostly yeah, but I, I played on the Xbox and you know what? It is actually Are you playing streaming right. or are you just playing regular? I'm playing through the Xbox. Oh, okay. So I want have you tried streaming? No, I haven't tried. Streaming. I haven't tried streaming. Yeah, I haven't tried streaming it either. I just um, wonder so how that I, would keep up. I, it feels like that's the kind of thing that would get super artifacty. I was just wondering because, like, I, like you said, like you put down something and you want to just play some of this. Like, it would be so perfect on on the Switch, but I just don't know hardware wise how oh, that yeah. would keep up. Um. Now I. Th- now, when it gets to the point where it's just like flooded with enemies, yeah, maybe there is a slowdown, but it don't feel like my character slowed down though. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just the way the enemies look, and like I'm, 
it looks like they're not doing nothing because I'm killing them and it's just right. enemies behind another enemy. Plus, none of them really have that much animation to them anyway, so it's yeah. really just like they're there. Yeah. Game but can you kill game. death? Yes, you can. I haven't. <laughs> I I I don't think I'm anywhere near the the power level needed to uh to pull that off yet, but it, it is a possibility apparently. At one time I thought I was going to cuz I had the the time thing going and it kept stopping. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And like I was like, "Oh shit, let me go try." But there was more than one of them. Oh, maybe maybe you did like kill the initial one or something like that. Because I've also seen like red deaths that appear during the stage, but they're like super slow, and you can you can keep away. Yeah, from I was. Them. I didn't think they were the same things. Yeah, I I'd have to I, try the I'll time put, thing. I I, th- I think one of the last times I played it, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, this would probably be good. That's one of my favorite good. ones. Um, the time because once I got to a point, I knew. Because I could just go through enemies. I could just like I didn't have the um the books going around me. I use that like when you stop the time, they don't hurt you. So I just go like walk right through them. And so like when you keep leveling it up, it rotates. It rotates like a clock. So mm. you just know like oh well I can keep walking here where the enemies ain't moving. Then they keep <laughs> following when the time thing moves. Right. So that's what I did. I just follow wherever I shoot the time um gun. That's where I move my man, so I would never get hit. Yeah, yeah that yeah, that one is is pretty um powerful once you get it um leveled up. Because that's and my that's biggest problem with like fighting death at all is like, especially because my main thing is always like the garlic and the and the crosses and stuff like that. Trying to keep enemies away from my bubble, my person. But like death does it just goes right goes through right that. To it. So like it goes right through it. That yeah, exactly. shit doesn't do anything to him. So like having like the, the top, ability to yeah. stop him and move away from him would would definitely be an advantage there. I lasted a very long time because but I just didn't know I don't know how many hit points he is. Yeah. So it it didn't uh and plus I because I really I didn't really try hard to kill him either. Mm-hmm. I, I I just figured I didn't think you I thought that was it. I thought it was like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to die anyway. So yeah. I'm just, I thought that was the end of the game. I mean, like, that's it. It's like, it's over. So I was like, oh, my, I probably can't do nothing to him. But yeah, because I stopped him, right? I, I stopped him. I moved up. But there was another one. And I still saw the one I stopped be, below. So that's why I was like, oh, they they, they cheated. They put they got another guy here to, to kill me. And But then I stopped him because my, my time gun was leveled up. It stopped him eventually, and then yeah, that's how I survived. It was yeah, so I might have to get that time gun to level up again and try again. And that was doing the gallows uh, when that happened. Then the gallows, mm. man, I'm confused. So like, so it just does it randomly that these like the stage, the stage start shooting stuff. Like it was one point I was going all the way down, and then it was like flooded with like some kind of spirit energy. I don't know what the fuck it was. Yeah, and I, I, as I walked. I just, I, I think I came to the conclusion that like it just raises from from down there at the beginning of the stage, and eventually, because you know, like if you if you just go upwards, eventually you come down. If you, if you come down, you're like, oh crap, there's stuff here. But I think yeah. if you just like go straight down, 
from the beginning, you eventually get to a point where you see it rising up. So I just assume that it rises up continuously the entire time that you're in the level. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and me trying to find that coffin, I I, I guess it was to go through like a mirror or something, and because mm-hmm. I, I, I was like, I was trying to figure, out, I was like, I'm right here on the map. I said, where the <laughs> fuck is the coffin? I had the and same I just experience. Disappeared somewhere. And then I disappeared somewhere. I said, oh my god, where am I? And then I said, oh, okay. Um, I was like, where the hell is this damn thing? Yeah, that game. Yeah, that game is crazy. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty damn good. Now I see why people really hooked on it. It should have won game of the year. Yep. Should have I mean, beat out that freaking um Elder Ring, Elder Scrolls. What the hell this shit? What's it called? Elden Ring. There's always the most definitive of game of the year, Dominic. <laughs> the super pod a half ass game. Of the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder what vampire dies would get like a dice. What would it how would it do a dice? Yeah top game concept I, I i mean that's the thing i, I still don't know because i feel like i don't know i maybe i've heard the creator has even come out basically saying like oh yeah this this isn't my concept that i that i designed i just i saw a game like this and i was like hey i'd like to make a game like that and then i i did it this way with you know old timey looking sprites and stuff so i don't know because I feel like there was talk around the time that it first started blowing up that like basically it was a copycat game, which, you know, people usually shit on pretty hard, but I I don't know. It it seems well, like that say, conversation is really We don't hear the out. title of the other game. Exactly. I, I know there's the one on phones. Uh, I think it's like Vampire IO or something like that, that I, I believe has been around before it. And now I'm starting to like see ads places for it. Um, oh yeah, it's like, hey, we've been around. Let's just, just, <laughs> exactly. just take advantage of this to get some more revenue. Yeah, but I don't know. Oh, I forgot to mention this happened like probably a month ago now. What's that? Um, on VR, I did play Angry Birds. Oh, how and that, that game is fun. That yeah. is really fun in VR. Uh, I I know you will like it. Are you like behind the slingshot, pulling it back and letting it go, kind of thing? Yes. Um, nice. And you can move around the stage. Um, like they have points where you can move oh, okay. to to get a get a different angle of what to shoot, and then you have the different type of birds of what they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, it, it it's really nice. I, I, I yeah, it can I can be in there all day doing <laughs> that. Very nice. All right, so what you been playing? All right, so I finally uh, I mentioned that Sports Story came out at the end of the year and mentioned that I had picked it up, but I started playing it um, despite some of what I had heard about it, which is that it's a bit glitchy and it's it's basically just not as good as, as Golf Story was. Um, so far, I think it's fine. I really haven't done a lot of golfing, though. I also haven't necessarily done like any other sports. Um, I just got through the first golf course though. And it seems like now I'm going to be doing some like BMX biking. Um, it, it's still fine so far. I haven't run into any like glitches or anything that have bothered me. It, is it like it does... the Pokemon bike? That's What's what that? the bike is a biking, like the Pokemon bike. I don't know. Honestly, I, I haven't gotten on it yet. I just purchased oh, okay. it. Um, 
but I, I could see it being something like that, which is like, and I don't know if that'll be that much fun to be honest with you. Um, but I will say like there is that game hitches, like just as you're walking around the environments, it, it just hangs and it's not like expended periods, but it's enough to, to draw your attention to it. Like, I don't, no, if you remember, I think you were having the same trouble with like Grand Theft Auto Five back in the day on the PC, where it's like everything's going smoothly. Like it doesn't seem like my graphics card should be having any trouble with it, but like it would just constantly be hitching. Yeah, and, and I couldn't figure out ever why. Um, and that's kind of the way it feels with this. And I I haven't really had too much trouble with like it hitching in the middle of me doing like a golf swing and me completely screwing that up. But I can see crazy. that being with those the graphics. E- exactly. Um, uh, and that's, that's what worries me is like, did they just kind of like not, not put their all into it? Cause they were like, Oh yeah, the first one sold great. Uh, we just need to get this one out or something like that. And it's only on the switch right now, right? It is only on the switch right now. Um, yeah, so there's no option. Golf Story end up I, did it end up coming on everything? I don't think I don't think Golf Story ended up coming out on anything other than the Switch. Oh um then there's no excuse then. Yeah, I mean that's what we talk about with Pokemon too, but but at least, you know, this the obviously the specs seem like they would they would be a lot yeah. lower. For what they're delivering, um, I was just say like, see, look how hard they—they they can't even get it work. That, what do you think? You think we can get this game to work smooth? Yeah. So it it's fine so far, but for what I would have liked a sequel to Golf Story to be, which would have been like improve the golf mechanics a little more and and give a little more nuance to that stuff, it seems like they've actually kind of regressed a little bit you know there there's not as much control over the ball i think they took some of like the spin stuff out of it It, it's just a little disappointing in in that factor you know i'm i'm looking forward to see how they handle some of the other sports but like when i compare this to soccer story which is that one that was on game pass that shares a very similar type of of setup and and concept I I'm I'm leaning towards like returning to that over over sports story. So now so golf story is just on a switch. Like I wonder why. Why haven't they moved? I wonder if it's just such a small team that it's like, hey, we made a lot of money on the switch. Would we get our return on investment in in doing the work to put these on the PC, on the PS4, PS5, Xbox, you know. Well, at least the PC, kind of like thing. at minimum. Yeah, I, it definitely seems like they they would have been successful enough to maybe get, you know, some kind of porthouse or something involved in the way like Spelunky did or something like that. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Nintendo was like, hey, we'll help you out with the development of... Uh, this sports story game, if you uh, if you keep it around exclusive, you, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll give you the, the Pokemon team, team to the Pokemon help game you make over. your game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been playing mostly. I've also I've been playing. I went back to Mario Odyssey because, um, and I've been okay, playing some Super Mario sixty four. 
mostly because like my daughter's getting more into video games. I gave her my Game Boy Advanced, and um, she's been like trying to play Pokemon Pinball. I booted that up just because I figured, you know, basically it's two buttons. It would be the easiest thing for her to just kind of get a grasp on. Um, but she's, she's been interested in my Switch. She's played a little bit of the Kirby demo, but that usually evolves into okay, you move the character around and I'll jump um, or I'll press the, the action button or stuff like that. And it's been relatively successful. Um, she she gets, uh, she kind of gets over the game pretty quickly, though. She's like well, super into... Cuphead? How's she doing on Cuphead? What's that? Cuphead. How's she doing Cuphead? <laughs> Cuphead, she's beat all the bosses. <laughs> I don't know how. I... I, I will say this, Dominic. I put on Sonic Mania for her the other day, and yeah. she she basically beat the first level by herself. That's um, good. She would have been able to, without basically any intervention from me, I believe, if that first level didn't end with a boss fight. But like, there was a point where I was like, does this game really play itself this much? <laughs> Cause she's just like flying through the loops and, and speeding up and stuff. And I'm like, I don't think you're advanced enough to be doing what you, what you're doing right now. But yeah, I, so, cause she is, she's into Sonic Dominic. I think I texted you the other day. Like, you yeah, know, I could get her out of my house. She's talking about all this Sonic love, but where did, where did she see Sonic and Mario at the same time? On something, and she was like, "I love Sonic." I was like, mm, "Yeah, not, not my house." <laughs> yeah, so he's been playing. <laughs> Broke out the Wii, got Sonic and Mario at the Olympics. Um, but yeah, I uh, so I I actually got a ROM cart for my Game Boy Advance finally because I figured like, oh, I can just drop whatever games on there, and whatever actually works for her, then you know I can leave those as options. And I put the Sonic Advance games on there because I remember thinking the the first Sonic Advance game, that's the only one I think I played, was like pretty pretty good as far as Sonic games go. So let her have a shot at that and see how it goes. Also, there's a Sonic Frontiers demo on the uh, Switch now, Dominic. So oh, really? Might let her a, have a go at that too. I mean, is there a demo everywhere? I don't. I don't know. I only saw it in regards to the Switch. Um, let's say Sonic Forces. Not Sonic Forces. What is that game? I just said it. Frontiers. Frontiers demo. Let's see. Nintendo Switch. Let's see what Steam says. Nope. Digital and regular versions. Yeah. Switch exclusive demo. Wow. That is weird. Nintendo and Sony, Dominic, in bed finally together. So, yeah. Well, I want to try that out. Yeah, I definitely want to see what, because that's been some pretty positive vibe around that, you know? Yeah, right. but I think it's just those, but that's the new, the new Sonic Gen people, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Those people who like like Biggs the Cat and shit, <laughs> and 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 Ali the Bros. Gator. All right, so that's it. That's all I got. All right, so I guess we'll take a quick break when we get back. Get to the flashback segment. All right.
and we're back. And I were flashbacking to 2013, excuse me, 2013, 10 years ago. And now we're going to um, we're going to see some games here. And let me see. We got a few games that came out 10 years ago. That was yeah. big. DMC, Devil May Cry. That was the um, actually reimagined uh, version of Devil Ninja May Cry. Theory. Yeah, done by the Ninja Theory guys. And which I really liked. That was my favorite Devil May Cry at the time. I thought they did a really great job. The story was good, better than the previous Devil May Cry's. Um, and I think that's what the problem was because you're not supposed to have a good story with <laughs> Devil May Cry. It's supposed to be very anime-ish and Japanese. I don't like a- that Dante looks like the director of that game or whatever, Dominic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know that was he. I don't know what the director game looked like. That's all he looks like that. <laughs> That was, that was one of the complaints or something. I don't remember if it was the director or somebody in the development team. They were like, oh, it looks like him. But they say, Not like, this emo. generic white guy anymore. Yeah, well, I was second-guessing it, too. I mean, when before it came out, um, like, you saw an emo-looking Dante. And I was like, oh, God, what is this? And at the plane, I was like, oh, you know what? this is fine. This is a yeah. fine game. The, the gameplay was great. I liked the story. Uh, it. I had so much fun uh, playing that game. Like, that was... I liked it better than all, all the other Devil May Cry's at the time that I played, because I, I didn't like four much. I still haven't yeah. completed four, and I liked one and three. One and three were my were the top ones. Three was the best, and three was great. Um, and this one, I was I had just as much fun, and uh, I was yeah good reviews. Uh, but the I guess but the people fandom did not. They wanted the old Dante back and everything. And yeah. so that's what we got uh, when they got Devil May Cry 5. Um, they went back. I mean, that game was good, too. Like, Devil May Cry, what I played of Devil May Cry 5, because I didn't finish it, it was good. It was fun. But story-wise, it was, eh. Like, I didn't really like it that much. Um, but thing is, the people who, they, I guess they like that type of story, which is... <sighs> Nonsensical. I don't know, man. It's like Darren, they 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 made a game, they made a story that someone you can follow and make sense of it, and they may cry. DMC in DMC, they may cry. But it's like I don't know. I was like, what the hell? It's wrong. Like just say, like, God damn it. So this is why we can't have good things. It's like, you know what? This make everything just suck. <laughs> God damn it. All right. And I guess you know what? That maybe that's what it is. Because the people who already probably weren't playing Devil May Cry because they weren't into that anime stuff, they um so they they probably never played this. They are not that the audience anymore. So they probably figured like, hey, I'm not the audience, I'm not gonna bother with this game. And while the people who are in the audience who did like that, who did like that stuff, they're like, No, this story makes too much sense. This is not what we want. This is not what we want. This is we're not. The, they're not the audience for that. They are the audience for this, like Dragon. I call them like Dragon Ball Z. They they like that shit. They <laughs> people probably like shit like that. And we're like, losing a lot of Dragon Ball fans now, Dominic. <laughs> I, well, then that's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like we're I'm losing like, all oh. our fans. Yeah. All right, so where are we at here? The Cave. The Cave came out, and you can talk about that game, because I always, I always see it, 
is been yeah, on this everything. was the return of Ron Gilbert, the guy who did Tales of Monkey Island um, before he returned to Monkey Island. Uh, it was just I basically a cute little game. puzzle platformer, like side-scrolling thing. You had a team of different characters that had different abilities. It was a game that I was kind of excited for leading up to it, and then it wasn't nearly as like... Wow, as as I was hoping it was going to be. I didn't be. know Ron Gilbert fine. worked with Double Fine. What's that? I thought, I thought it was just um, Tim Schafer. I didn't know Ron Gilbert worked with Double Fine. Yeah, I I can't remember to like what extent, but yeah, I definitely didn't know Sega published a game. No, I yeah, I didn't realize that either. Um, I guess I I I. I couldn't remember if it was a double fine thing. I mean, that's probably part of why I was also excited about it. But I think that was kind of the big thing is like Ron Gilbert coming back and, and working with Tim Schafer and his team also was kind of like a big deal. And then it kind of came out and was I just like, yeah, it was double fine either. So that that's why I didn't even look at this game. I just, I would have, I would have probably played this game. Now I might do, I might have to, yeah, I, I keep this up here so I can remember to check it out. Because I did not yeah. know this was done by these guys. Even though, I mean, it didn't get, the reviews weren't um, like super great. Mm. Uh, like for the PC, it's 68. Um, on the consoles, around the 70s, on all the consoles. Mm. Um, the iPhone version got 65. Um, that's what they get for putting my iPhone. Should I put it up there? Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> but like the highest one I see, well, EGM gave it a 9 out of 10. Not bad. Um, the game before I get a seven point seven five. I mean, it got decent. It got okay reviews. Seven point nine. Yeah, those are IGN. fine. Fine scores for yeah, this Edge, type of Edge game. Edge is I the one like. who were a little iffy. They gave it a six. It wasn't edgy enough for him. <laughs> All right. So what we got here, and last for twenty thirteen, we got Nino Kune: Wrath of the White Witch, which um, I want to say I was excited for, but I was really interested in it because of the look, the art style. Yeah, it was done it by. What's the person's name who does all those animation movies? And like Japanese? Miyazaki? Um, yes, I'll, I'll take your word for it. I know the, I know the director well, is Ken Monotumuro, but he's not the actual guy who does the movies. Um, he's just a guy who does I mean, I, was he involved in that, or was it just like this looks so much like one of these things? I couldn't remember. I thought he was involved. I thought they were okay. actually involved in the act. Well, the studio was. Studio. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Studio Ghibli was involved. Yeah, in that? Ghibli. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. So yeah, it looked just like those movies. Um. Got the movie I watched with the wolf. That Jada Pinkett uh, Smith. Princess Mononoke. Yeah, that was like the first movie I seen of that, and I seen that. Yeah, like that was the movie. first one that was like big in America. I feel like. Um. Because it was my dad had legal cable, and that was always on. And I always saw. I, mean, I watched the whole movie, but. They always sell bits of it and stuff. And mm-hmm. did I? I didn't hate it, <laughs> but I wouldn't say I was still into it. It was all right. I was kind of forced to watch it because my dad wanted to watch it. Um, but <laughs> it, it was okay. But honestly, yeah. I probably never would have watched it if he didn't force me to watch it. And then I watched the other one where this person's um, her family turned into they turned into pigs or something. Like her, yeah, spirited away, spirited away. Yes, and I was forced to watch that too. Um, 
I would never have watched it if I wasn't forced to watch it. Because <laughs> I was stuck in that room. It was nowhere else to go. And I was like, oh, no TV area. So I guess I had to watch this. But yeah, but that's my nieces and nephew. It was like during the holiday season. Um, but yeah. yeah. And that was all right. I mean, that was all right too. And this game, and you know, I, I if it's a podcast, I played this game up to the point where I thought it should have ended and it was still going. <laughs> and I was like, no. I said, what? I said, it's still, I put a lot of hours in that game. I'm thinking it's about to be over. I said, well, I guess we can close to the end here. And then I saw, like, Holy shit! It's still some more game. I said, "Okay, I'm going to stop." But it was it was a fun game. It was a fun game. I, I mean, I did enjoy it. Um, the reviews for it were uh, they were pretty good in the eight eighties. Yeah, around yeah. Um, Gaming Form actually gave it a low score of a well a seven. Polygon gave it a low score, six point five. That's because they didn't give them a they didn't give them a cover story or something. Yeah, I wonder why Polygon <laughs> gave it a, such a low score. Darn. Um. But yeah, I mean, it was all right. It was a great, it was a JRPG. Um, they did have a thing um, similar to like a Pokemon. You had different monsters and stuff like that um, that oh. you collect. Um, but they have like these set characters. I think it was what three characters, maybe four. I don't remember totally. But yeah, it the game was doing. I never played two. I never played the sequel to it. But yeah, just visually, like just visually, that's what caught my eye. How good the game looked. At the time, I was mm, like, "Man, absolutely!" I was a little jealous that it was on the. Even though I did have PlayStation, I don't know why I was jealous. Because <laughs> you don't want to play anything on that trash box. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, but that's it. Um, let's see what else um, we got here. Oh yeah, that's it for 2013. So now we're going back 20 years um, to 2003. And we got Panzer Dragoon Orta. This is the Panzer Dragoon that came on Xbox, only on Xbox. Sega had yeah. exclusives up there. And like I was a little jealous too, because I was like, oh, how Sega is just gonna have an exclusive Xbox game and I can't play. And I was happy when I saw the old scores for it. So I was like, yeah, take that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care about yeah. it. Like, even though it wasn't really low scores. It was just a um it, it got 90 on Metacritic. Are they like sevens and stuff? Oh, okay. It got 90 on Metacritic, but... Wow. Game Informer, what I saw, I think it was like 8.25 on Game Informer. I mean, for me, that was a low score, because I was expecting like a yeah. 9 or a 10. But I didn't read anything else. But other people, they did give it a 9. GameSpot gave it a 9. IGN gave it a 9.2. Xbox, of course, they gave it a high score, but actually, they didn't give it a 9. They gave it an 8. Well, that's Xbox UK. Gave it an 8.8, 8, but they don't have don't Xbox have America up here. Um, but Famutsu gave it a high score. Actually got a pretty damn good score. Okay, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I must be thinking about another game. <laughs> I don't know why. I just didn't pay attention to it. Maybe because I saw an Xbox, I just didn't give a shit about it. And I was like, yeah. it's just Xbox exclusive. But this I think guy- I was excited about it, looking at it like, oh, hey, this is kind of uh, like Star Fox in yeah. a way. You know, one rails kind of space shooter even though you're on the back of a dragon instead but i think because it was xbox exclusive i was like i gotta pretend like i don't like this i don't want this fuck this game because it wasn't coming out on my precious gamecube dominic um let me see i think the sales i don't know if the sales were the game was considered popular enough in japan to be released as the xbox budget platinum collection it sold over mm. to 33,400 units by the end of 2002 
which is equivalent if the Xbox game sold that many in Japan, that's equivalent to like a billion. Exactly. <laughs> so um, more than fifty? Wow. Ah, crap. What is this? Ah, scared me. Oh, damn phone. <laughs> phone do not disturb. And maybe I didn't because it's it's not highlighted. Yo, how on the um Google Pixel do you do um capture with yeah, easier way to do capture instead of holding the power button and the um the down value button. Uh, that's the only way I've known how to do it. That's you so can also if you're if you're into this, you can turn it on so if you double tap the back of your phone, depending on your case, if you have a case on it, that you can make it do that. I had it like that for a while, but I just found myself never using it to actually capture screenshots, and more often than not, it would just randomly take screenshots. So I turned it off finally. Why? Why does Google Pixel does it? Why can't they have it in the menu where, you, like, where you scroll down menu, just put screenshot? Oh, I think you can do that too. If I'm looking at on, it. Like, I'm not seeing the pencil. option. Um, I see screen, screen record. record. Yeah. It's so inconvenient. I hate doing that. That's the only way I've ever known. I'm on the phones that just had it like in the menu. Like you just scroll mm. down, bam, screenshot. Ah, uh, everything hates me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where we at here? We got SimCity 4 came out for the Windows. I remember this, man. Ooh. I was excited for this, even though I never did get it. Because uh, I I did enjoy um, SimTown. And so I was like, you know what? I want to jump into SimCity. I never got it, though. Even though I was excited for it to come out, I never ended up getting it. And by the time mm. I really could get it, I didn't care about it anymore. Um, <laughs> this got ranked like 84 Metacritic. I want to say, like, people, I guess people probably had higher expectations for it because it's like a SimCity game, so you probably think about like high nines and stuff. But it, it was it was pretty good. Um, SimCity 4 was praised for being the first game in the main SimCity series to primarily use 3D engine to Windows graphics. Yeah, that was a real big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fine. Um, after it was, it was implemented in SimCity 64 um, for the 64DD. Which uh, I don't know. That was just in Japan, so I think Japanese play some city. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this was like this is after the Sims too. Um, was this the one where you can import your Sims to SimCity? I want to say that was. Oh, it. I remember that feature, but I don't remember if this was that one. Um. There, let me see. Third party content. Uh, blah 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 blah. No, not that. City, the sea, blah, 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 new landmarks, Rockefeller Center, blah blah blah, and Sim City. Because what other Sim City is there? I don't know any Sim City. Um, after this, uh, origin controversy around twenty. Oh, that's twenty fourteen though. Darn, that's way past the time. Uh. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I mean, I thought this was. I thought this was it. Um, that you could do that. 
see, but I don't see it. At least in the Wikipedia, anyway. Yeah. Oh, here it is. My what is my sim mode? My sim mode enables players to create user-defined sims who will live and work um, in the oh. city. When moving a sim in, into a city, the player can choose from a selection of characters or import others from the sims. Okay, sims can be killed by certain disasters or catastrophic events, leave the city if conditions are unfavorable, or die of old age. After they die, their children sometimes take over for them by taking their name, house, and job. Okay, that's cool. I love to watch Sims die. So yeah, yeah, that's um, <laughs> that. I mean, yeah, that, that was pretty good. How to integrate all that. And this was probably what was Will Wright evolved with this one? This is probably his last time with the Sims? What did he leave? Um, since Will Wright stated in an interview May 16, 2003 that there would probably be more expansion packs after West Shower, but none were released. And another interview May 22nd, those four Wright stated that Maxis was attempting to work on a new direction, I don't new direction for SimCity after a new version versions had become steadily more complex. Um, I don't know when Will Wright uh, left, but it looks like he left in two thousand nine. Okay, so what game? Well, I think it's like what The Sims two or three came out, maybe then. Mm, um, trying to see. Yeah, well, two the Sims two two Sims three came out two thousand nine, so I'll say he probably was involved with that one. Maybe, maybe. I don't know where was Studio of Maxis was part of it. He probably wasn't. Maybe he wasn't. I don't see his name in this. Was but, Spore his last one with them, maybe? That's right. Spore. Yeah. Was Spore out before Sims 3? Spore came out in September 2008. Okay, yeah. So it was. Yeah, his latest work, Spore. Yep, Spore. Damn, I forgot about Spore. Spore was so going to be, looked like it was going to be so huge. <laughs> yeah. The dreams of the early 2000s. All right. So now we got a PlayStation 2 exclusive, The Getaway, which is like uh, Grand Theft Auto Killer or whatever, but not really. Um, Grand Theft Auto, but oi, governor. <laughs> yeah, it was um, London. Yeah, it, it looked like it took a lot of um, stuff from Guy Ritchie movies. Um, yeah. And I mean, it looked nice at the time. Like, um, if you think about what's. Uh, what's the game called? Uh, from the from the GTA guys that was done in Australia. What was it called? What's it called that it kept releasing to on everything? Ali uh, Noir. Yeah, Ali Noir. Yes, think this is almost like what Ali Noir was as far as like the facial animation of real actors and shit like that. That's what it did with the getaway. Like they had mocap and all that stuff done to mm. make the character the guys look real. Um, I did not know Mark Hammond was in this game. Oh, no. That is the actual character's name. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. No. no, he's not. Mark Hammond is not in the game. Mark Hammond is the um, character's name. Uh, You're thinking of Mark Hamill? Yeah, y'all yeah, thinking of Mark Hamill. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I played the demo. It came with uh, one of those PlayStation magazines. And I mean, it was okay. Uh, but when I saw the review, it was Game Informer's review. I think it was like a seven or something. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, they get a nine. 
Okay, what gave it a seven? Oh, AGM did. Yeah. Okay, that maybe that's what it was. Game four gave mm-hmm. it a nine. Um, Official PlayStation Magazine gave it a four stars. Entertainment Weekly gave it a D. Wow, they have standards. Um, Edge <laughs> gave it a six. Oh, the Edge would know. They aren't they British? They probably like yeah. They they probably were like man, this is definitely horrible. This is not like um, this is a nowhere near a guy Ritchie movie. Um, Fabetsu actually gave it a thirty-one out of forty. Uh, probably just because it's PlayStation. And GameSpot gave it a six point nine. What's kind of over the place? It's seventy two on Metacritic. Um, I'm yeah, I'm surprised. I just didn't get the game because of Game Informer. Yeah, give it a nine. I thought I probably got it then. Why didn't I get it? Maybe I was I was so up uh, Grand Theft Auto. You were still too busy with Grand Theft. Yeah, I was like, man, yeah, like it can't be as good as that. Yeah, There's exactly. No That's right, Team Soho. Did this game? What I see, Team Soho even still a thing? I feel like I've definitely not heard that name in yeah. forever. All right. So what else we have here? We got last but not least, Daniel, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. Oh, oh yeah, the Xbox exclusive. Yep, they got these beauties up there. They they say like, you know what? We're just gonna go all in on the sexuality. They say forget it. They like, really like they're just gonna do beach volleyball, ladies in bikinis. And they got a seventy three on Metacritic, so not horrible. Not horrible. Um, Game Informer gave it a seven. Eurogamer gave it a three out of ten. Uh, they prudes. just prudes. Yeah, exactly. They are prudes. Uh, Darren, like, I did get a 9.2. Come on. Now. <laughs> That's what I'm looking at. Like, there's no way that gave Playboy gave it a 74%. I know. They, they even have better status than IGN. <laughs> That's, That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, 9.2. They're Good like, up. they really missed the mark on this. <laughs> uh, GameSpot gave it a 6 out of 10. Um, Game Revolution gave it a B minus. GamePro gave it all freaking five stars. Yeah, they were desperate because they were losing out. They were losing, like, I'm losing the Game Informer and magazine sales. They knew they were dying. Uh, but yeah, this game was definitely was talked about. It was like, oh, I guess I have the game like this out there. But people say that I had the volleyball stuff. The game is actually all right. The gameplay was actually okay. Um, I had to take their word for it because I was too much a punk to get it. <laughs> Even though I didn't have an Xbox at the time when it came out, but when I did get an Xbox, I still wouldn't get it. I was like, nah. Yeah. I can't do that. I'm not that. Now's desperate. the time, Dominic. You got to revisit it. Is it backwards compatible? Four K HDR. I doubt it. God, I forgot they did a three. That's about to say they, they made oh, yeah, three of these games. Oh, they did a third one. I, I just remember two. Yeah. Two I, was, was two mm, on three sixty. Yeah. Yeah, extreme two. Yeah, yeah it was three sixty. Yeah. Um, three but, only came out in Asian countries, though. Oh, okay. Th- does that mean Which that explains why they have the youngest looking girl on the cover? Oh, yes, they do. That <sighs> is a damn shame. <laughs> God. Oh, she's actually 50 oh, years old. Following, following the emergence of the COVID 19 pandemic, a Japanese version of Venus Vacation Steamport was released in August 19, 2020. 2020 
which immediately can continues DMM's version's recent events. Oh, right. Three. That's right. This was the one where, yeah, it went released over here and people had to buy it. Yeah. Like a market so they can get it. And people, because people were mad. They were mad that they weren't bringing it over here. Yep. Look at that, though, Dominic. They tr- somebody tried to cure COVID with this game. Didn't work, though. <laughs> God. Oh, man. You gotta get the Vita version of this game, Dominic. Yeah. It's probably an all right game name. Even though it got a 43 out of 100 on Metacritic. See, the, the thing about it was, like, there was so little talk about the actual volleyball in it because I think it was probably so so competent it was fine but like even not not more so than the bathing suits and everything but like more so than the volleyball of it was like always the mini games and i was like none of those look fun what are you talking about i feel so dirty looking at this cover you should <laughs> you should look even you should feel even dirtier downloading it right now I know you <laughs> All right, so that's yeah. it for the flashback segment. So we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get to the gaming news. All right. And we're back. So let's get to the gaming news. What we got, Dad? All right, Dominic. We are starting to kick into the news season here again. Uh, first up, we got Ubisoft. They have once again delayed Skull and Bones. Um, yeah. Good luck with that game ever releasing oh at this God, point. Oh my God, no. But we do our predictions. Uh, no date that given, which makes it even worse, I feel like. What? You know, if it's if it's a couple weeks, if it's a month or so, like that, I understand. But we're on like the, the fifth or sixth delay of this game, and you can't even give a date. You're saying sometime in the next fiscal year, which is, you know, April of this year to March of next year. So, uh I don't, I don't know, Dominic. It's not looking too <laughs> so good at for the that point game. where people are going to forget what this game was trying to like base off of. Like people, like oh yeah, it's Assassin's Creed. It's based off because people like the ship battles in Assassin's Creed Four. Yes, Assassin's <laughs> Creed Black Flag, the one five, that launched five, around the I'm time sorry, of the PS Four. Wait, wait, hold on. What was Assassin's Creed Four? That was Assassin's Creed Four, right? Black Flag. It was Black Flag. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It was the first one that was like, even though it's a side thing, they put the number on yeah. it anyway because they were exactly. like, ah, we got to get, get back back in here. Yeah. But that, that game came out around the launch of the PS4 and the Xbox One. Like, yeah. Think about how long ago that was now. That's, that's, that's real bad. And this game isn't even that ambitious. This game is just the ship battle stuff. Uh, Ubisoft is in some bad well, spots. Be, uh, uh, they also in sorry. It better ahead. be like something like some extra stuff in there, like you can have Rayman or something, the Rayman ship or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's or, or, or like beyond these be oh Beyond Good and Evil or something like that. Some stuff in there. Oh man, this is <laughs> this is just the secret uh, Beyond Good and Evil. It's gonna come with a Beyond Good and Evil demo, the same way that like Enders of the Zone of the Enders came with Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah. They're going to be like, we know you don't actually want this game, but like, come on, buy it. Um, yeah. So as part of their, also as part of their, um, their like fiscal call, uh, they uh, also announced that they are canceling three unannounced games. So ones we haven't heard about necessarily yet. Um, 
And also, like, Yves Guman, the, the, the head of the CEO of Ubisoft, the little French man, he got in some hot water this past uh, couple of weeks because he sent out an email, uh, kind of like New Year, New Year, New Ubisoft kind of thing, and, and told the employees, uh, and I quote, Today, more than ever, I need your full energy and commitment to ensure we get back on a path to success. I am also asking that each of you especially be especially careful and strategic with your spending and initiatives to ensure that we are being as efficient and lean as possible. The ball is in your court to deliver this lineup on time and at the expected level of quality and show everyone what we are capable of achieving. So basically like saying, hey, developers, you're not doing enough. You need to get your shit together to uh, keep us afloat here. Um, maybe they should have took one of those buyouts, Dominic. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's not looking so good for Ubisoft these days. I know, man. We still haven't seen nothing from Beyond Good and Evil. Yep. We had Splinter Cell was probably was one of those ones canceled. <laughs> well, I think technically that's that was one that they had announced. So I don't I know they announced the Splinter think Cell. That one. I, I think they I think officially they have acknowledged its existence. Oh. So it, it it doesn't get lumped into that. Well Rayman Rayman four. Rayman four was canceled. Yes, Rayman Four was canceled. Um I I just don't understand how a studio a publisher this big who has offices around the world that have just been pumping out Assassin's Creed and Far Cry games yeah. for the last several years, like and Ghost Recon, I'm recently and, and Ghost Recon. I mean, and and actually succeeding pretty well with like Rainbow Six Siege. Like, you you can't take like a couple groups out of out of that gigantic company and maybe uh, work up some new concepts that you could maybe implement into your next game, like. I feel like this isn't the Madden team where it's like, oh, well, they can't do any improvements because every year they just have to churn out another Madden game. It's like you have so many studios. You could have one that is just dedicated to prototyping new game stuff, like basically R&D, your R&D department. And then all the rest of these other companies can then take those concepts and build them out into new games and whatnot. Like, obviously, I'm not a video game developer. I'm not a video game publisher. I'm I'm speaking from a level of ignorance, so uh, you know I make it sound really easy, but at the same time, like clearly they're doing something wrong. So I'm not completely off base here. Yeah, I I don't know it. I mean, we we see this like in a lot of these studios. Um, well, I mean, except for maybe the Sony studios, um, the, I, I'm not really hearing a lot. They of- really feel like the only ones that that. That have their shit together right now. Yeah, honestly. But uh, but also, I mean, yeah, right now, right now, because of they did consolidate. I mean, compared to what they used to be back in PS2 yeah. days, they used to have a lot more studios. But they, they consolidate. I mean, probably rightfully so, though. I mean, that you can do that and then have those studios focus on the games, and they have something. It seems like they have something every year. That at least one of these studios, one of those studios that they have, will have something out there. Of a, of a certain yeah. quality uh, and mostly at least a decent quality even you might not like the game itself it wasn't a bad like it wasn't bad in the sense like it was a right. bad quality um yeah while 
you look at everywhere else, though. I mean, everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, there's issues coming out from these studios with something. So even something that's probably decent, or there's issues from the beginning, then they fix it up as time went on with updates. Um, things yeah. got better. Um, and then you hear um, about, like, oh, they got to close this down. They got to, oh, these sales weren't that great. And then these people be leaving the studios and things of that nature. It's just, it's always something. And then it's something behind the scenes, like, oh, no, the work environment, um, even too stressful, but even though that's across the board. But then, oh, sexual mm-hmm. harassment. So that's another, there's one thing about stress was that sexual harassment is like, come on, man. You, mm-hmm. well, what? It's enough, it's enough things to work, but why you got to be messing with people? Um, and, yeah, it, it's it seems like like a lot of these studios. This is what's happening. Um, even though they're not, but they're not they're not even pumping games out like they used to. It's like it's like man, I remember y'all used to pump out games all the freaking time in these places. Um, but now y'all you got with the studio. I mean, no, the economy's changed, but it's like why? Like you're smaller now, so I mean, you should be. I mean, like you, you sh- it should it should it be better now? Shouldn't it be like you be able to work better at these games, and because you're more focused, because it's not only, it's not like it's a whole bunch of games across the board that your these companies have now, but you still can't get them out, or you're still having trouble issues. Um, with people on the board. I mean, I don't know what's going on, but it just feels like it's not. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's getting better. Um, where like I felt like, hey, if, it's, if you're going smaller. You should, you should be more focused now on what um, what these guys what you could do and what you and what to yeah. get done. Um, but I don't know because like what's the studio that does that did um for honor? Like, what are? I mean, I know it's what's the studios work on these games, but like say, let's say the main yeah. the main guys, what are they doing now? Are they working with someone else or another game? And I feel like if they are, should not help that game to to be either better or to come out faster like what's what's the what's the problem what's the hold up or god i i'm sorry down but i looked up for honor and under google it lists the developers ubisoft ubisoft montreal ubisoft blue bite ubisoft quebec and ubisoft toronto yeah it's always like, like multiple countries working on each game yeah, I mean, I I I realized that, but I did not expect that. To, I expected them to give me like the lead developer, and then have like, oh yeah, also these yeah, studios supported. That's what I'm but just to see that like so blatantly out there. So maybe they like, got their Jesus. hands in the cookie jar too much. Maybe they, I don't know. Like I wonder how they they are divided up. How does like how these studios divide up what they work on? Because they say like Ubisoft. Montreal, is it like a team divided there too? It's like, hey, this team is working on the uh, Far Cry and this team is working on the Assassin's Creed and within this one studio, this is one Montreal place. And then like Quebec, is it like, oh, yeah. there's a team in Quebec working on the Assassin's Creed. There's a team working on, like, I wonder how they, yeah, how, how is that all divided? Yeah, and is, I, I wonder. It probably isn't, I mean, I don't want to sit here and say like, it's probably not well-maintained and they, they probably have a hard time keeping track of that stuff because they, up until, 
you know, about last year, they were doing a pretty good job of just pumping shit out, whether, whether it's good quality stuff or not, you can argue. I mean, it seems like those more recent assassins games have creed games have been very good. And, you know, even like far cry six, which may not have really hit that much was still a seemingly a quality game and five before that and so on and so forth. So it's not like they're just putting out trash, but I wonder if they got just bloated to a point where they're having a hard time and, and spreading things well, out yeah, so dogs. much that they're having a hard dogs. time. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody forgot about watch. Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah. That game came but I up. wonder if that's what it is. Yeah. I wonder, yeah. I wonder if that game was, a. Uh, was that a like a success or a failure, or was it just okay? Like, what was Watch Dogs? Because that kind of just came and gone. I mean, even though they had updates and yeah. stuff with it, but it was just wasn't the whole thing. It sounded great, like oh, you can be anybody, like you can uh, you can recruit anybody, and like you know all this stuff, and but it didn't really go nowhere. Um, with it, and I wonder, like, if Watch Dogs will continue. Like, are they continuing Watch Dogs? Are they, or should they continue it? Yeah. I mean, apparently they sold one point million units in three days, which I, that number sounds good to me. I mean, yeah, it does sound good. I don't know how yeah. I don't know how many it sold after that, but you know that initial. Let's see, it was number three highest grossing game for consoles in November 2020, according to Super Data. It obviously didn't sell like Valhalla, but not bad. This is somebody asking on Reddit whether it sold well. From what I read, it seems like it sold at least 3 million, max 9 million. Watch Dogs 1 and 2 both sold at least 10 million. I'm a little surprised by that because I feel like Watch Dogs 2, despite seemingly being the best in the series kind of got ignored you know yeah i, I, mean, I think in, in because a lot of it, ways. it used a lot of mechanics that people have seen before but it was done well mm-hmm. it was done well uh with it but it was just wasn't really different but right i i but i did i did like it and i think i think also the blowback from t- one really was yeah. probably hurt it from like the critic standpoint anyway um, I mean, like, even though they liked it more, but it's just that the hype for one was so huge, and then it came out to be not as big as it initially, what people thought it would be um, mm. with it. Yeah, but, yeah, two was two was great, and I, I kind of wish they would have continued from two story. Yeah. Instead of going this route where it's kind of just an open. The story is kind of just kind of open, like it to make it more almost like what it did with Assassin's Creed to the point like you don't care about Assassin's Creed about anything outside the Animus. It is just right. anything inside the Animus really. It don't matter. Yeah, I wondered if they like took this game concept and then kind of struggled with the the actual storytelling aspect of it. Cause yeah, like it's cool that you can play as any character in the game, but also it's hard to, to make like a centralized focus story when you could be a granny doing this, or you could be some, some hotshot rookie, you know? Yeah. So it seems, seems weird. Did they 
have DLC where they introduce the character from two and what's his name? Ethan or whatever. Oh, I the have, guy from yeah, the I have first no idea. One. I just know yeah, there was DLC, but I don't know what was actually in it. Gotcha. I thought I remembered seeing at least the dude from one being added in there, but I, I can't imagine you'd put him in there and not not the dude from two also. So yeah, I I will add that uh, Guman did later sort of apologize. Apparently, there was like a employee Q and A that happened a couple of days later, and he uh, addressed the question by by saying, "I heard your feedback, and I'm sorry this was perceived that way." Well, he's so, be like know, Vince McMahon. Be like, <laughs> shut up. i mean that's still a pretty like i'm sorry you're hurt by what i said kind of thing not a like i'm sorry for having said those words um but hey i guess it is what it is he throws a croissant at him Uh, (laughs) throws a croissant (laughs) really don't All right, next up, Dominic. Uh, This one's kind of a big deal. I just happened to see it flash up on my phone last night, and I was like, well, that's interesting. Uh, Crystal Dynamics is going to end support for Marvel's Avengers on September 30th of this year. Just put Spider-Man on everything else and say, fuck you, Sony, and then leave. (laughs) (laughs) I I wonder if they could uh, pull that off. Um, But on March 31st, they're going to release the final update, the 2.5 title update, which will disable the cosmetics marketplace. So they will then be making all the cosmetics, the outfits, costumes, emotes, nameplates, all that shit. They're going to make that all free to everybody. So if you if you paid for all that uh, sucks to be you, I guess. Good Um, good for helping them. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, good for helping him get this far, and <laughs> thank you for your service. Because yeah. now I can play the game with all the cool costumes. That's what um, I want. I wonder how long it's going to stay on game. Is it? It's still on game. Pass, it still right? is on game pass. But that okay, game. That I wonder game, how long it's going to stay on game pass. But shit, I think I don't know. Some of these games, I just I get it. There's so many that go really cheap. I, I don't know which ones which. I don't know if there are ones that went down to single digits. They they were very cheap. Okay. I've seen recently, yeah. So you know and what? I if would not be surprised to see. And it if it's not on Game Pass again. anymore, I'll get it for super cheap. Yeah. I'll, well, shit. I have to get the PC. I wish there was a way to get. <laughs> Don't commit to this, Dominic. Don't do it. <laughs> um. Yeah, it just seems so wild because. I, I don't I don't know what the lifespan of a live service game is anymore. We've seen Square Enix shut a lot of their stuff down pretty quickly as of late. Evolve? But Can I play Evolve? <laughs> that I have no fucking clue. Jesus. Um, but yeah, I mean, for something as big as Marvel's Avengers and for it to come out like not not exactly at perfect timing, but not not too far behind like infinity war and end game, like peak Avengers time. They, it really feels like they fumbled the bag they on really, this one. Yeah, and, man. I mean, that and game now should, with this news, it's so weird that a game with that stature, like just even like fumbling the bag, you would still just fall on success. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's it's, it's yeah. amazing that man they really messed it up that bad. They could just go like the uh like the Star Wars uh what's it called the um the Jedi what's it called Jedi Fallen Order yeah Fallen Order yeah. route with it yeah you can just go that route with it. I mean, damn. No. And it's funny because they also had Guardians of the Galaxy like right there too, and it's like, and that <laughs> that that came out and got more shine than this game. Yeah, and Guardians of the Galaxy, and and thing is, it wasn't polished. If it was pop, more polished, Guardians of the Galaxy, God, that game, um, the game is it's it's pretty damn good, and it's like, man, y'all would have went yeah. that route, but I mean, you went a route to try to with microtransactions to get money, and I guess. Was there okay? What how what way could they have made the game so they can still sell cosmetics in that way? In the same way, I don't know. <laughs> Outside of making it a battle royale, um, yeah. I mean, they they couldn't have made Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. a single player, or even you know Jedi Fallen Order type thing. You could have made a single player thing that would have incentivized people to buy cosmetics in the same way a game where you're going to be interacting with other people would would do that i mean only no, way i is, mean we see yeah. it in like sorry i mean the only thing i uh, i think is that you would have made that like the, the guardians and galaxy game I mean what something like in that vein with the avengers like they do have the single player stuff you know right but it would have been in the way of like guardians and the galaxy but then had it, the other stuff added in. Like, oh, you do these other missions. Right. That's something separate from this main story. That's the only thing I can think of, of, of you doing, which they sort of did. But see, they, the single player stuff was mixed in with the multiplayer. It was like it was still had yeah. those um, mechanics, which weren't, weren't that great. And that would have been a lot, a lot of more work. That would have been a lot more work. In the bigger game, and we already know the problems they have just with this. Um, yeah. So it just wasn't. A, I mean, it just wasn't a game that I guess most people just didn't want it or or need it because there was just they already have. Uh, you already had Destiny. You yeah. um, and then, I mean, I know Fortnite's not really nothing to do with this, but it's just that that was enough for people. I mean, just this, this picking by bottles characters on Fortnite and just playing Fortnite multiplayer. <laughs> I mean, I I, just, I can't help but wonder if they just made a better game too. I mean, a lot of the complaints were like the gameplay is solid, but the environments that you want me to play in are That's just true boring. Too. Yeah, and, I mean, I guess we'll never know and, until unless they made a better game, and they and they yeah. did. And then that that's yeah, yeah that's that was the issue. Like I don't mind. Like I mean, I want to play multiplayer. I mean, now I'm older. I mean, I, I'm less inclined to play multiplayer than before. But still, I wouldn't mind every now and then to have the option to have a good game that's multiplayer to play. And yeah, this wasn't it. And it sucks. This wasn't it. I'm wondering if they just ran the numbers and went, well, we can make it like 25% good and uh, we'll probably sell this much. Or we could make it like 90% good and uh, it'll sell this much. But that's not 
that's not enough over what we would have paid. So like, maybe I'm trying not. to think of a good 3D multiplayer game that's not a shooter that deals with action. What's a good 3D multiplayer game that's not a shooter where you have close combat and that was good? For Honor, Dominic. Uh, yeah. What's that one on Xbox from Ninja Theory that was not good? The one on Xbox yeah, from Ninja that, Theory? That's, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, the, the Battle Royale, but like oh, with melee uh, combat. But, but that's, but that's, <laughs> yeah, but that's, uh, I mean, that's multiplayer as against, I mean, co-op. I'm sorry, co-op. It's not a shooter. <laughs> that, that's the that's the difficult part, right? Yeah, I think I think all the ones yeah. I know are shooters. Whether it be first person or like third Gears, person, yeah. Cooperative shooter is it works great. Mm. And cooperative shooters, like it can work great because you because it's you ha- you can be um prone and hide somewhere, and multiple people like you can strategize and like, hey, I'll shoot from here, you yeah. shoot from here, you shoot from a distance, but. When you're just like kind of fighting, you all kind of bunching up and just smashing a button. Exactly. You know? and that was always the thing I was worried about with like uh, Gotham Knights, yeah. which didn't really end up being the case because the multiplayer stuff ended up being kind of weird, like third rail stuff there, but or third wheel stuff. And it wasn't but, was a four player co op, right? No. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing is like even when we were playing. Um, Trying to think, maybe like Anthem, which still third person shooter, but when you get into like enemy sponge territory, but also melee, like you, I can't, I don't want to say you can't, but it makes it a lot more difficult to, to have the same kind of combat that you would in a standard action third person game where you're recognizing patterns and then adapting for them because now you're having to, uh, modify that for two people or three people or four people. And and that does become a lot of work that maybe the return on investment money wise is not there for it these companies. It only works really with 2d. It only works with 2d as far as like beat them up. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and I think part of that is because you can kind of, you you have like these different levels, right? And then uh, like of the screen. So a foot soldier, if we're talking about like TMNT, for instance, a foot soldier at the top of the screen and at the bottom of the screen, those are two different enemies for you to go against. Whereas like in this large 3d space where all these enemies are pretty much coalescing to one point, I, I think maybe it's like a hurting problem. Yeah. Right. You know, it, that's, that's I mean, Dynasty Warriors, like. I mean, you know what kind of game that is. And, I mean, good or bad, like, people like it. But if you like to kind of <laughs> beat them up, it's a slew of just fucking enemies that just come. So you're just waving yeah. through. So he's like, ah, okay, you, I'm fighting all these guys over here. You fight all a bunch of those men over there. And that works. But for it to be a decent, good game, you couldn't do that. You know, you know what? I do want a Marvel Dynasty Warriors game. <laughs> there you go. I do want that. Yes, I, that that'll be good for me. That'll be good for me to have a Marvel's Dynasty Warriors game. And you like, let me get Koei Tecmo on the phone. Yeah, like I'll be Iron Man. You will be the Hulk or something. Spider Man. Yep, yep. That can Dirk. 
You just have a whole bunch of these robots, these Ultron robots, and you just smash all through them. There you go. I was thinking X-Men, and then you have Sentinels or something. Oh, yeah, Sentinels. And, uh, they I have guess the, Sentinels are big, well, so... They, they, they say they yeah, old, they make human size Sentinels, so there you go. <laughs> exactly, there you go. They just happen to also just look like Ultron boxes. But yeah, it's uh Like Doombots or Doombots. That's all I There you go. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't uh, I don't envy any of the people having to make these decisions in video games right now. It definitely seems like it's it's hard, but at the same time, like it just it seems so crazy that they they've really messed up one of the biggest properties. <laughs> what feels like so quickly, despite the fact that it, that game came out in what twenty nineteen. Now I'm thinking about Suicide Squad. Was Suicide Squad supposed to be supposed to be co-op? Oh, we're going to talk about Suicide Squad, Dominic. Let's get into it. Okay. Uh, there was a screenshot that came out this past week of Suicide Squad showing uh, multiple like different live uh, game yeah, style currencies. They're doing it, Dominic. DC is once again following in Marvel's footsteps in the See, exact wrong we'll way. We'll pick it back up. Y'all about to stop? They'll keep it going. <laughs> and the crazy thing is like up until this point i had i i don't know if i was actively ignoring it but i i never thought of it as being like a live service style game i no, thought I it didn't. was gonna be like guardians of the galaxy yeah me too i think it's gonna be like gotham Knights. coming yeah, exactly. And coming from and coming from Rocksteady, like the pedigree is there. We're like, all right, this is gonna be an awesome first uh, single player experience. You're gonna have this multiple Suicide Squad. That's whatever, okay. But like, is this really the route we're going with this, Dominic? What the hell? Disappointing. Damn, I'm a little less interested in the game. I mean, I'm still interested, but not as much. I mean, so I'm thinking like. This sucks. Yeah, it just I I do not know. This game has not been in development. Well, let me not say that, but it feels like it has not been in development long enough to not be able to learn from the mistakes of Marvel's Avengers. That's that's all I can say about that. Like, what the fuck are we doing? It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. It seems like right now, uh, all the places I'm looking for this, that image is no longer available. But yes, it includes the words Battle Pass in there. So no. that's the kind of game we're talking about no, with this. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Real bad. All right, Dominic, in, in some less bad news, uh, maybe some positive news, news uh, Microsoft did announce that there is going to be an Xbox Developer Direct occurring on January 25th. So in this upcoming Yay. week, it is going to uh, include titles like Redfall and Forza and Minecraft Legends, which I keep forgetting is not out already. Zorro Christmas. Ah. That's what's happening on. <laughs> <laughs> It will apparently not include Starfield. Apparently, they're planning like a, a, a event, a separate event for that. Um, there has also been rumors going around that Starfield may be delayed again. Uh, I don't think it's anything that's been substantiated yet, but there's definitely a lot of talk around that, and this has only spurred that a little more. Um, 
since they're they're not getting out here and, and showing it off. I I I really hope that's not the case because for their own sake, they they need to put things out know, sooner rather than later. Now, and they still need to have something for the end of the year too. I don't know what that's gonna be. You know what I mean? Like next year is gonna be the year. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the year of Xbox next year. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it feels like. I mean, we we talked about it before, but like there's so many games that Xbox has announced, you know, Perfect Dark, Fable, uh, all that kind of stuff over the, 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 the um, I can't remember the name of it, but the, the one from the New Vegas guys, Obsidian, the Obsidian, like Morrowind looking fucking oh, yeah. game, uh, Elder Scrolls looking game, Avowed, Outer World too. Yeah, out shit, Outer World too. Even yeah, there there's so many games, and it it feels like every year we squeak by with like mm, we were supposed to release this year this year, but uh, it looks like it's coming out next year. Um, so it this really feels like a year where no offense to Redfall, but it doesn't doesn't seem like that's gonna be a big title. No, like that, that, that it's weird to me. Be- that could be a compliment title. Like say, Hey, that was a title that came out this same year as this great game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause uh, the crazy thing to me is like Redfall. I know what Redfall is, but I've been listening to podcasts recently where I've heard two separate podcasts act like they, they've never heard of like, Oh, Redfall. I've heard that name, but I don't know what that game is. And it's like, Man, that's a that's a title. That's a, that's a thing that people have forgotten about. Holy shit. Like I, it, it it seems so weird to me. But that speaks to like the level of like it's not going to be the one. So you need Starfield. And as far as I'm concerned, I don't know what it's going to be cuz unless they Tokyo they've Ghost got Wire, like perfect dark. Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire Mm, man, Dominic. Last year was Deathloop, so you know maybe. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to take away from Pentiment, but uh, that's another one of those. Like, this is a really good game, but it's a compliment game. This is not the Triple H, the Triple H, the Triple A big yeah. title game. So I don't know where Perfect Dark is in development, but it almost feels like that's what they need at the end of this year to to really feel well, like they're gears. they're hitting their stride. What was well, that? Gears. Or I mean gears, but we haven't even heard anything well, about gears. That's, that's why I didn't all of us. It is haven't come out. That's why I didn't mention yeah. that because I don't know if you want to put yourself in the position of hey, we have all these games that are announced and also here's another one, but this one is actually going to come out soon. I, I think at the end of the day, if that game comes out and is good, everybody's going to not worry about those other games too much. But the initial reaction I feel like is going to be like, oh, look, another fucking game that Microsoft's going to announce and isn't going to come out until it actually does come out. So I, I I wonder, I mean, I was thinking about it earlier. We were talking about doing predictions today because I was like, man, like what is, what does Sony really have coming out this year? But they have Spider-Man allegedly. And that's, that's kind of the only one that I know off the top of my head. Now they do have as far as like exclusives, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy. They also had the other Final Fantasy. Yeah, two of them. Um, 
so so those are big. Plus, you have Forspoken, which seems like an unproven entity right now, but that's coming out yeah, like next week. So theirs. we'll see that's if that can actually console be exclusive, right? Yeah. So that 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 for them would be one of those like big complimentary games. Um, so you know, you plus they have VR stuff releasing this year. Now, whether that's going to hit or not, we'll see. But they have like the that's, Horizon that's Zero Dawn experience. It's still there. I mean, no matter if you get it or not, yeah. that's still big for them. You know, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, as long as it sells sells well, yeah. that's what I'm. I would be most interested to see um because we saw we saw the excitement behind the connect for xbox one and then xbox or xbox 360 and then the xbox one connect you know came out and floundered so i don't know with where we are in vr it still feels like people are pretty amped about vr right now so but we're also talking about a A a headset that's more expensive And, you know, that's if people already own PS5s. And if not, we're talking about then that entire cost. Um, so that's that's where that is. But, you know, that that's a product launch. That's a, a top tier title with the Marvel branding on it. That's a top tier title with the Final Fantasy brand on it. Meanwhile, I'm struggling to think outside of Starfield what Microsoft has for this year and, you know, to, to kind of roll into the next news, Microsoft announced that basically they were laying off 10,000 employees. It sounds like that has also hit Microsoft game studios, three, four, three specifically, as well as Bethesda. Here we are talking about the launch of Starfield and the potential of a delay for that game but also the potential that that studio that has to have people working on that game may have just downsized. And for 343, a Halo that's not in... What's that? And it's one of their top studios because it's based on one of their their, their top franchise, Halo. Exactly. And, And further to that point, Halo. Like, Halo came out, was getting high praise there for a while... And then just feels like it went went the fuck away. And now from the little bits that I hear, it is not in the best state. Meanwhile, you're losing people. You're getting rid of you're actively getting rid of people. Yeah, you're my not friend losing tried out people. the co-op. These people aren't finding new jobs. Co op uh-huh. for Halo Infinite. He was playing with one of his mm. friends from his job. One day he said there were some problems with. He said he liked the game because um, that was the first time he ever played the game. Was with the playing when they finally got co-op, oh, okay. and he said, but there were issues with dropping out of when um, they have out of chat, and mm. sometimes dropping out the game. It was there was it was some issues early on. Now I don't know if they fix them now, but when he played it and beat it, there were some issues there. Uh, Which is wild for a mode that came out a year after the game launched. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when Halo Two and Three came out, that w- that was the biggest media property. Like that's how they were they were talking about the records that were breaking. They were breaking in sales, and 
you walk into a seven 11 and master chief is there handing you a mountain dew yep. and, and, and a bag of Doritos. And here we are like a year and a couple of months after the, the release of halo infinite and just, it, it doesn't feel like the top tier franchise that Microsoft used to treat it as. It it just it seems so crazy to me that that Microsoft, despite uh, I mean my initial feelings about Halo, but despite that, made that series debuted that series and made it into one of the biggest properties in the world off of the original Xbox, which which wasn't that big a property in and of itself took the success of the 360 and, and 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 spun Halo 3 into the the biggest game in the world there for a while and now we're in this like sad state of disrepair where you're basically I I I don't know but we'll 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 use maybe ex- exaggerated language here gutted the studio because the rumors are now that they're not going to be developing Halo in house anymore. They're they're going to be having outside developers do Halo and and basically have three four three be the overseers and make sure that it, it's good. I guess um, I I didn't remember this, although it, it kind of sparked like a little bit in the back of my brain that apparently Halo Four at some point before they kicked up the whole three, four, three thing was going to be developed by, um, uh, who are the borderlands guys with Randy Pitchford? Oh, uh, gearbox. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, apparently that was a rumor or something that had been talked about at some point. Um, and I wonder how much of that, not happening had to do with like aliens, colonial Marines and, and kind of that history. Um, but it seems crazy to me that I, I get it. They lost Bungie, but it, it just seems crazy to me that they would have gone in the direction of, of having someone else handling their, their top tier franchise. Like you, you have like Capcom making Zelda games, but they're making Zelda games for the Game Boy. They're not making the Zelda game releasing on your latest, greatest console, you know? Um, it just, it seems wild. But at the same time, like spinning these studios up, I'm sure is an immense amount of work. You have to, you have to find the talent all the way from management down to, you know, graphic designers, graphic artists, um, stuff like that. So I get it why you would maybe want to try and outsource that work but holy shit man it just it seems like such a such a fall from grace it it is and and meanwhile we're we're talking about still this ongoing process of microsoft trying to acquire activision all the talk i i did of it last year and being so positive on it like in a matter of days, it has me questioning like whether that's the right idea because 
the reality of it is I was looking at it as like, oh yeah, well one, you can't get much worse than, than the way Activision is being run right now. And we would maybe see the return of, of, you know, things like Tony Hawk and, and uh, Crash Bandicoot and stuff like that. But now that like my rose tinted goggles have been taken off and I, I'm like looking back at the couple of years under, under Phil Spencer and the way that Microsoft has gone with these previous acquisitions, acquisitions where y- you haven't really seen that much product come out. Now, obviously COVID hit, but as big as an excuse as that can be, as we were talking about before, Sony has been still producing every fucking year. Somehow, how did they do it? And, and Microsoft, seemingly can't and well technically activision still still come out of call of duty <laughs> they still came out of call of duty every year too <laughs> that's, that's true <laughs> so they, they um they they figure it out too um so so maybe it's good to get get those guys maybe because they, they can they can come out with games. <laughs> maybe they need, maybe it's the experience that they need to provide yeah. in management yeah like i I just, it's crazy. I mean, I, again, like I think part of the rose tinted glasses is game pass. Like I, I still think with the product that they put out on there, even as these like complimentary games, as we talked about with like a red fall, if I can play one of those games at the cost of like $15 a month, meanwhile, I can play several other games, whether they be like smaller indie hits or things that came out a couple of months ago, what have you, like it's still hard to to not call that a bargain. Yeah, game yeah, game but, passes def, that definitely helps. Um with this yeah. whole the whole situation. But thing is with the whole Activision thing, I'm thinking like, well, what was it before? Like was it was it is it any better than them not getting them? Uh, I don't know. Like from my standpoint, just from me as a consumer standpoint. Cuz I'm just yeah. thinking like I want to play those games free on Game Pass. That that's that's basically it. <laughs> same. That, that's that's that is same. it. Um, business standpoint, I don't, I I cannot speak on that. Uh, I very much do not know about that. All I can speak on is consumer, and that's what I'm going to speak on. Um, like now, as consumer, like it's sad hearing this news about this because I'm like, man, Darren, what's what's the future of Halo? Um, now and what's going to happen now? Some people feel like three four three. Now, for some people, they probably feel like man, three four three didn't make no good Halo game anyway. For them, <laughs> right. they probably thinking like man, yeah, maybe they knew they need to shake it up. Um, well, guys, I me, mean, I, I was okay with what they, what the game was. Now, story wise, I'm pretty disappointed to a point where I felt like mm-hmm. ah, I wish they kind of would have went stayed in the universe, but maybe went did another type of story, got away from Cortana and them. Cause that just went weird, and I don't know where y'all were going with that. Um, and I kind now I kind of wish there was like a book or something to say maybe to maybe understand. Let me understand what the hell where y'all going. Like before I can understand what the story was, because it went weird in five. I was like, what the hell y'all are doing in five? It seemed like I kind of stood where we were going in four. Um, still, was I did not like the names you gave those characters, but it was talking about the forerunners. <laughs> so I was like, okay, you're going back before you're going back to all the technology where that. Covenant was using. But then with the Cortana going evil thing, it's like, okay, what? I don't know. Uh, you, can't, you got you lost me. 
And then it seemed like y'all were trying to get us back with this one. Um, it's like, okay, we're getting a little back to it. Even though I don't remember anything I actually did in the game. I mean, I'm, I remember the things I did, but I don't remember <laughs> any of the story elements to the game. Um, I have to play it again. And I do want to play it again. I did want to play it again. I want to play it co-op. Um, but, yeah. Uh, it's a... Yeah, Microsoft, they... I mean, they got a lot of... A lot to do. Um, I mean, Game Pass is keeping them up, but like as far as their first party stuff, they got a lot to build on. Like, I there is no argument that like Sony is doing better, Nintendo is doing even better. Um, even on Nintendo, I mean, as far as their first party games go, there hasn't been really anything big that I probably care about. Probably, I mean, I want to mind Kirby. I want to mind playing Kirby though. Um, yeah. Pokemon was a little. I mean, I don't really care so much about that. But Microsoft, like, um, these are the fr- like these are the franchises I was look- looking forward to. Honestly, like, I was looking forward to Starfield. Uh, I want to get my hands on that. Um, I'm looking Redfall. I wasn't really looking forward to. I didn't really care about. It, but the more they showed, I was like, okay, yeah, I definitely want to try that out. But like, when the hell is that coming out? Um, then I, I want- Gears is really the big one, but I haven't even heard anything about that. Perfect Dark. I would like to see what that is. Um. Auto yeah. Worlds at the plane. Auto Worlds one. I definitely want to see some Auto Worlds two, um, but I'm not too mad about that because Auto Worlds one. You know, I mean, it, it was like three years ago. I want to say now um, that came out. Mm-hmm. I would think I want to see Starfield first, but Shakespeare was three years ago. I mean, I remember the days when two years we see new games. So it'll be a good time to see that, even though it sucked see it now because Starfield is be coming out but I'm like oh well uh, but then again I look at it like well they did work on Grounded and Grounded seems to be doing okay for them you know I don't care about it um, then what um, what other games the the Fable game was announced like I just want to see something I want to see something big like I want to see something on the, the level of a Last of Us from them not, not that game I mean level as in that a quality game uh, from from Microsoft, where it's like, man, they got this game, and then Sony has this, and man, that's that's really competing. Like, um, but there isn't, there isn't anything of that nature from them. And I don't know, maybe they don't have to, maybe because with Game Pass, that's enough just to put out something. But they, but they need at least something like from their studios to make it worthwhile. Because then I'll, because eventually, maybe I'll start looking at PlayStation's. Um, whatever the hell you want, you, they call it, pass, and be like, maybe I just go along with them. And like, they got a lot of the same games that Microsoft got from third parties, and then they got their first party. And Microsoft's first party is that it was like, um, well, ain't really much coming out from the first party, so uh, probably worth going to PlayStation's and playing theirs. Um, yeah. their pass. Uh, we'll see. Um, eventually, because right now, because since Sony doesn't do day and dates. But eventually, when they stop doing date, they, when they do bring them over, I don't, I won't care about day and date. I'll be like, well, there's quite a few games in the past <laughs> right. I didn't play. That was first party, so I can get them with their pass. So then it'll be to a point where I'm always that it will, I will catch up because I'll be like, I'm playing those games, and then by the time I finish those games, they'll bring up the ones that they had that was out, and then they'll bring it over, and I'll, it'll be. Yeah, the rotation will be. I'll be within a rotation, my own rotation, where I'm okay with that. 
yeah, it sucks that this uh, this is happening. I mean, it happens in a lot of companies with them doing this. Um, like I said, I can't really speak on. It's good, but it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't look good. I mean, I'm looking at the product, but there's not a lot of product coming out of Microsoft. So seeing layoffs and stuff happening, like not seeing product, like at least good product and or stuff being late, like with Halo. But then again, I guess I can look at it like, hey, yo, y'all disappointed? I'm disappointed with what you did with Halo. Maybe this is what needs to be done because of what the disappointment is. I'm not saying it's their fault, the developer's fault. It could maybe it could be Microsoft's fault. I don't know. Like I, I don't know. I'm very ignorant to what's going on. I don't you go by what others say is going on. But um, oh, but speaking of that, like we might have to wait to do our predictions next week because we we done, we talk a lot on this one. Um, <laughs> we we done a lot in this one. We might have to do our predictions next week, so we can just. I mean, you got any more to say on this news? We can go to new releases. No, I think I think that's about oh, okay. it for right now. All right. We got new releases this week. Dominic, as you mentioned it, uh, Persona 3 and 4 are now out on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4. That's the portable, Daniel. (laughs) Yes, uh, Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden. Um, And they are, of course, on Game Pass, so you can check them out there. Another one on Game Pass is Monster Hunter Rise. That's out on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series consoles. And Fire Emblem Engage, Dominic, is yeah. now and out I'm, on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I wonder what the reviews are for that. I mean, it looks pretty good. Uh, From what I've seen, they're lower than three houses. Wow. Uh, well, three houses, apparently, I, do, the I game, do like. I mean, I like the um, the Dice yeah. Warriors one, but um, Warriors. But but I, it makes hopes, me want to play I three think houses. It, is, yeah. it makes me want to play three houses. Um, yeah. Um, Sounds like Three Houses might be the better option if you haven't already played it. Um, I, I saw some of those like story stuff not hitting as well. The gameplay is mostly about the same. Um, but also, I don't know how much you're going to be engaged, wink, wink, ha, huh, with the uh, Fire Emblem story anyway. Oh, well, I do like the story. Uh, I mean, I like the story okay. in... Um, From like the Warriors. The one stuff. I played... Well, I like the... Yeah, I like the story in Warriors, even though that's a different story because you're created character but um you're just dealing with the people from those games but i like the story on from the one i played on the ds um what was that called fire emblem dual strike that was though it's the one after no. dual strike um, it's one after that no one. <laughs> uh no dual know, strike was uh, awakening uh, i know it was one of them that There's sounds one right them. one of them was called awakening i think that was the third one actually because they was two, and then they oh, came okay. with a third one. Ah, I forget which one I can. But it's the one with the red people. Um, they they red, and the other one was like kind of dark, um, darkest purplish color. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, because they had a little intrigue and stuff with them, about the families, and it seemed like Three Houses really goes deep with it. Oh, was that the one where they did the the two different yeah. ones? Oh, okay, the Fire Emblem Fates. Fates. Yes, I had I had. Because there was Birthright and Conquest. I had Birthright. Yeah, that's the red one. Birthright. All right. Um, Anything else? Yeah. No, those are our new releases, Dominic. You got anything else for the people? All right. 
right. Thank you guys as always for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at DStalworth5. I'm at Regulus MB. The podcast is at Superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. It has all of our previous podcasts as well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there is a video version of this podcast, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And until next time, guys, we'll talk to you. All right, see you.